yeah, 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 yeah. Adult wrestling fan time, baby! Not changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. What's up? Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host. Oh, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling and a stand-up special all about professional wrestling called Adult Wrestling Fan coming out January 25th next week at adultwrestlingfan.com. Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. the King of J. Bro. Knees, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. A.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. <laughs> Donnie Wrestling. <laughs> this is one of the ones I knew was going to yeah, fall apart. Yeah. A.k.a. The Modern Day Spoof. Haraja. Champion Ginger Bayo. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, 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 wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, gay. Gabba, 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 Seems like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid, so... She's fine! What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy... This is hot garbage! Wrestling reactions! Anosh, why are you laughing? Two minutes. Shuts and- you off! Oh! <laughs> Not interested. Uh, okay. <laughs> two minutes and 45 seconds. Wow, that's a long intro. Listen, hey, everybody, welcome back. We are almost on the road to WrestleMania, and uh, more importantly, almost on the road to Cow Mania, which is extremely exciting. Uh, in studio, let's introduce him. He's always here. He's sometimes pleasant. Nasty Newman. Shut your hole. <laughs> Shut your hole. <laughs> we have went full drive time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, is, <laughs> yeah. that is a full on zoo crew. You're listening to Asshole in the yeah. Worm. Yeah. Yeah. KO695.9B, the morning. Kevin at you, and then, hey, if you got an opinion, you know what I got to say. Shut your hole. <laughs> All right. Gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee. Yeah, this is Becky. <laughs> you had a radio station yeah. of all pro wrestling music. <laughs> oh my god! That was uh, a radio station of all play- of uh, wrestling music is me playing 2K19 because their regular soundtrack is trash. All right, hey everybody, thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening, everybody. You might recognize this song from the '90s. This is too cool. Hey, I remember.
brother like it was yesterday, 1997, Rikishi dancing with Scotty Duhati and Grandmaster Sexay, R.I.P. Enjoy this hit. Where are my records? <laughs> You gotta get right. better about hitting the post. Yeah, I know. The talk ups. Howard Stern yeah. always talks about how, like, he's like, he's bad at the talk up because he's like, <laughs> I never finished before the song. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We gotta add more of these wrestling songs back because a lot of these songs start right away, right? Like, yeah. what's a talk up to this song? I go, like, all right, guys, hey, uh, I hope you had a nice day at work this week. And uh, hey, let's say hello to, I hope you enjoy a little tune. Uh, the, I don't know. What, what do you do with this? It's already started. Yeah. This is yeah. It sounds like hey, bad credit, no credit. Come on down to <laughs> Mike Piazza Honda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here. Try, uh, uh, try to do a talk up to. Uh, Try to do talk up to, to too cool music because this All one right. actually has lyrics. You, right. you know when they come in. You know the song enough yeah, to know. Yeah. And it goes like, "Tell me why." Yeah. Now, now, now. All right, ready. All right, let's throw it over to Newman. You're listening to Q102 Morning Drive. Let's hit him up. Two live crew. Oh, no. All right, that guys. That was pretty good. Did yeah. he start singing yet? Here, here, give me one more time. Okay, ready? Ready? All right, all right, all right. Okay. All right, start speaking right now. Go. All right, you're listening to Q102 Shut Morning. Got him. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, now here it is, really. All right, ready? Yeah. Yo, you're listening to Q102 Morning Drive. We have Queen Latifah in the studio. We're going to make some prank calls later. <laughs> We're going to make some prank. Listen, you got the job. We're going to make some. Anyway, this is a That's professional wrestling radio, right? podcast, just as a reminder. Uh, 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 we're going to start. I, I don't know. I got to tell you, that was fun. We might start doing, uh, we might lose a couple patrons, but it's worth it doing a couple talk-ups. <laughs> we used to have more wrestling songs out here, but as always, you guys know, I know my sound drops just disappear. <laughs> um, they, fade, uh, they fade away and classify themselves as obsolete. Obsolete. All right. Anyway, hey, before we get the podcast kicking, although I'd already <laughs> argue that we're in the spice zone, uh, uh, which is the opposite of the Jabron sounds, but uh, uh, hey- Oh, what do you, oh, you open it. Oh, what flavor? It's lime. Why would you ask me that? That's so dumb. That's so dumb. I, mean, I apologize for that. Obvious question. Okay. Well, I forgive, but I don't forget. Hold on. Let me get myself. Got it. Oh, what flavor is that? <laughs> lime. Duh. Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? Uh, that was supposed to be show you all. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. If you haven't heard our Patreon episode, <laughs> our dissection of Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> then you are all, lost right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, these drops that came from this movie, this movie has... There's one frog in this movie, which we called the Ric Flair frog, yeah. and he's a mutant frog who has just a bunch of hilarious lines, yeah, like think- this one. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. <laughs> I'll see. All right. Anyway, so uh, let's get into it. My stand-up special, adult wrestling fan, comes out Friday, January 25th. When you're hearing this, that's next Friday, the Friday before the Royal Rumble. And that is the moment where we kick off the road to Cal Mania. And I'm hoping to have more details about Cal Mania for you guys on next week's podcast. But I can say that Cal Mania is a real event in New York City, WrestleMania weekend. We're going to have two fun uh, events for Jabroniacs to be hanging out and uh, celebrating each other, having a good time. And we'll be recording a pod. It's going to be a great time. But my stand up special comes out Friday, January 25th on Adult Wrestling Fan. 
Um, and uh, 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 I've been sharing promo videos. Uh, there's the trailer out right now. I put a video about do- uh, kind of like a mini documentary documenting how I stunnered. I stone cold stunnered a heckler at the show, which a lot of people will not. Well, they do not believe that it is not a work. Uh, and by the way, I would never. I, I don't blame them. I understand if you think it. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm promising to you that it is. Shoot. I, have, I have kind of a. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys off the air what the uh, had approved that this is not uh, a work. Okay. It's too mean to say <laughs> on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll write it down and I'll slip it to you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I have an idea. Newman but... has something racist he wants to tell us <laughs> after the podcast. <laughs> Everyone, listen. Uh, that's what we do. Listen, our racism is off air. Oh, uh, everybody knows that. If you. Uh, <laughs> all right, Newman. Uh, I got to tell you. You are one weird dude. <laughs> okay. So, um,. But yeah, everybody, I shared all these promos out there, and I've been tweeting about it. And uh, listen, as always, you guys know this podcast is grassroots, and uh, um, also this special is grassroots. I shot this with the tickets sales uh, from the door and with uh, some Patreon money, and uh, uh, and and what what do you pass it? <laughs> yeah, and. I don't know what was going on. All right, wait, wait. Keep going, right. keep going, okay, keep going. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, so also, like, this is inspired by you. This is, like, funded by you guys. So it's also got to be promoted by you guys. So, hey, yeah. if you don't mind, it takes one second. And word of mouth is our strongest uh, promotion tool on this podcast. So if you see one of my things, you hit retweet on it. Uh, pass it to a friend who likes professional wrestling. Respectfully, you can post the trailer or something in other groups, respectfully. Uh, uh, just like, if, you know, if someone shares something in our group, respectfully, uh, that's cool. And uh, maybe get on that. I, I don't know anything about that Reddit scene, yeah. the Squared Circle Reddit scene. But if you're part of that, that'd be helpful if you can get it out there. But uh, retweet, share, and uh, really get the uh, noise out there, especially if we want to do more stuff like this. The, the bigger we get this, the mm-hmm. wider we can spread uh, uh, the adult wrestling fan movement and the adult wrestling fan stand-up special. The better and cooler bigger things that we could do uh, as a community going forward. So, I mean, I got the ideas. This comes down to uh, 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 your guys' help. So I really appreciate it for a lot of people doing it. And also, if you... Uh a lot of you guys have been hitting the hashtag. It's been overwhelming and overwhelming and fucking awesome. Hitting the hashtag adult wrestling fan. Last week I announced the adult wrestling fan movement, which begins with the special, but it's not ending with the special. This is not just to promote it it, it, it helps promote the special, but it is not it's not about that. This is about living a lifestyle where we understand that professional wrestling is a fantastic television program and it's extremely valid form of entertainment and nothing that you should be embarrassed about. Now, the feedback I've been getting from you guys is amazing. Uh, Quite frankly, surprising. I didn't truly realize how much of a struggle this is for people listening to this podcast who think like in their daily lives, it's hard to tell they're hiding that their fandom from wrestling, even though we all know we're very passionate about it. So suppressing the wrestling uh, uh, demon is uh, is very is 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 definitely very difficult, yeah. uh, uh, especially because wrestling's all about the flair and uh, uh, um, and like the merch, right? Like you want to rock all this like loud, sometimes ugly merch. I have lots of ugly merch that I like just because I like the wrestler and because I like how obnoxious it is and it ties into the pageantry and ridiculousness of wrestling that I dig. And um, 
So yeah, like it, uh, the messages you guys are sending me are loud and clear. Get out there, post your pictures. I'm loving it. People are showing me their wedding pictures with championship belts. Um, people are showing pictures of them with their with their uh, uh, with their kids, uh, like both in in in, in costume, and uh, it's it's great. We're um, uh, 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 Petroniac, Aaron Finnerty has been helping us out on social media now, yeah. and uh, she's making sure that we get that out there. That when you guys make yourselves, uh, make yourself vulnerable is too strong, but I mean, when you guys are like telling us and you're coming out as your adult wrestling fan, <laughs> hashtag adult wrestling fan, that uh, uh, we're, we're, we're broadcasting it on our end also. So, uh, that's been great, and also expect if you hit that hashtag adult wrestling fan. Expect a little something from me. Uh, that's, you know, there, there's something coming in the mail for people who are, uh, are participating. Hit it hard, hit it loud, and hit it proud. We actually got a cash in about this. I think it is a good time to play. What's up, Jabroniacs? James Cartarelli here. First time casting in. New member on Patreon. I've been a long time listener. I've been a ghost listener for about Ooh, two scary. years now. Something like that. Something crazy, okay? Just, I don't know what I was doing, okay? I wasn't on top of it. New to the Facebook group, and let me just say this, guys. This adult wrestling fan movement is truly inspiring to me because I am sick of my peers talking to me, talking down to me because I like wrestling. You know, we watch UFC fights, and I say, look it. They're trying to be like WWE here, and they just make fun of me. Okay, they don't get it, and I'm sick of it. And the adult wrestling fan movement, it just, it means so much to me. And this podcast, it means so much to me. Even during the long times, I just want to tell you guys, I will watch Raw and SmackDown because I want to listen to this pod and know what the hell was going on. <laughs> and truly, truly, I, I, I mean, I want the adult wrestling fan tease. I want the tease. I'm trying to wear the tee to the club. I'm trying to go to the bar in the tee. I want to scream it from the mountaintops. I am an adult wrestling fan. We are no longer hiding, and you guys make me proud to be an adult wrestling fan. And with all that being said, I just want to say, what a great week for wrestling. I mean, I'm about halfway through SmackDown right now. It's about 3 o'clock in the morning where I'm at. And uh, Raw was great. Uh, SmackDown's been great so far. And, yeah, man, cheers up, guys. Cheers Keep on, on doing what you're doing. and. You're always going to have a supporter in me, so cheers up. Love the podcast, adult wrestling fans, for life. All it? right. Wow. What a cash in. I love burying the lead where it's like, eh, it's about uh, 3 a.m. Haven't been to work in <laughs> yeah. uh, four days. Yeah, uh. yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, uh, dude, cheers up. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're listening to this show. And I'm glad that you're, hey, yeah, fight. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm not saying physically fight back unless... You guys draw the line where that is. But, it, you know, take that extra. I, I've, I'm i telling you now, I've had people be like wrestling and they like make a little smile. And I look dead in their eyes with no expression on my face to let them know that I'm not fucking around. Like, this is a <laughs> I'm a wrestling fan. I have, yeah, I'm going to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. My bachelor party, yeah, I was at WrestleMania. It was one of the best weekends of my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just and I, and I and people are oh yeah yeah it's not no I didn't go because it was funny I went because that's the best time I could think of having 
is at WrestleMania for yeah. my bachelor party. If you're going to the WrestleMania, ironically, just stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, I was at the uh, the adult wrestling fan movement. I, I didn't really think about this that much. Hey, guys, spoiler alert. You know, I thought, like, <laughs> this is a cool thing. And, like, we should have a hashtag here. And, and with the T-shirts, by the way, listen, let's hit, go on the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page, talk about wrestling at 4 in the morning. morning. Let me know. I, I Listen, I've been overwhelmed getting all this stuff out for the special and stuff and getting, getting all this ready to go that, like, I wanted to make a T-shirt and it kind of, like, it, it fell uh, to the wayside or whatever. But if we want these shirts... And uh, and I'm seeing that movement is meaning a little more than uh, uh, than I expected. And then, uh, yeah, l- we'll get them done. L- let me hear you in the Facebook group, and then we'll talk about it. Um, but, yeah, I was at the uh, pet store the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm at the pet store the other day. No, um, and uh, I'm wearing my Bullet Club <laughs> sweatshirt, which, by the way, you know, we talked about how you say I have no shame. Yeah. Uh, me and Arlen were getting into it because Arlen was saying, like, yeah, it's tough to wear those Bullet Club shirts now. And I'm like... Yeah, I don't know. For you. I, I mean, I... <laughs> my, guy, uh, my guy won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wear... Oh, no, 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 no. Not a gun guy. You maybe for you. Maybe for okay. you. Shuts your hole! Okay, yeah, all right. Maybe it's right for you, but my guy, my guy wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, um, uh, uh, I... Uh, I see, so I'm I'm wearing the Bullet Club sweatshirt there. It's uh, I'm at the pet store. It's actually like a grand opening thing. Not not really. The point is, there's a lot of people there. The employee at the pet store sees the Bullet Club sweatshirt. He goes, "Yo, dope sweatshirt." Yeah, it gives me the rub. But he's speaking low because it's crowded store. Because it was the grand opening of this pet store. Why are you at a grand wait, opening? Wait wait to a wait wait. Back store. it up. Back what? it up. Back it up. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Why are you at? Yeah. What's I gotta tell you. Here? I gotta tell you. I deserve to be called out for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn it. I have so much to cover today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so a pet store opened in my neighborhood, and when uh-huh. I went there, uh, you know, listen, guys, fun fact about grand openings, it's not always, it's not normally the first day they're open. They're already There's open. A soft There's open. a soft opening. Yeah. So I was in there, and they were like, hey, come check out our grand opening. He gave us a flyer. <laughs> right. Okay. And then I looked at it, and I was like, Oh, this is on Saturday. Like, oh, look, at they got a lot of fun stuff on here. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, they're giving out pedicures. What is that? It's like a pedicure oh, for the paw. My like God. A, a pedicure. <laughs> and so then it kind of became a joke between me and Jamie. Like, yeah. Dennis, is a guy, Dennis is my dog's name. Yeah. Like, Dennis is going to get his pedicure on Saturday. You know what I yeah. mean? And then we're like, oh, yeah, we'll go. So it was like a fun couple thing. Me you and my shot. wife would go. <laughs> get I mean, It's funny. And they're like, we have a dog photo booth. Like, they had, like, uh, you know, all kinds of dog stuff. They said, you, you, yeah. you worked yourself into a shoot, basically. Absolutely. <laughs> and then my wife's like, oh, Dad, shit, actually, I got to go for crashing press. I got to go to New York. Yes. But you're still going to take him to get that pedicure, <laughs> right? I was just going to ask, did you go solo? And if so, so what was Jamie doing while you were Jamie's getting the pedicure? So I went to this grand opening just to, I hit the photo booth and left uh, just so I could send Jamie yeah. a picture. Proof. I hope she has a list of this. So I was like, yeah, I went. It was a great time. <laughs> Truthfully, I, proof, I was proof. in line. No, the, the truth is I was in line for the pedicure. It was a one hour wait for oh, a pedicure. All right. Anyway, this is a pro wrestling podcast. Everybody knows that. So that's why I went. But I did say to Jamie, I was like, this is my first sign of being old. Like, 
being handed a grand opening flyer and being like, I'm going to go to this community <laughs> and event. not immediately throwing it away. <laughs> I've never went to like a community like event. Like you're the fucking mayor of Los Feliz. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, first 100 people get a gift bag. I was like, I got to get there. Got to be one of the first 100. So I, I, I get there five minutes before the time that the grand opening starts. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll get Line around the block. Yeah. No one's got anything to do in this town. No. I mean, <laughs> 12 o'clock on a Tuesday, yeah. people are out. They're Damn. out eating food places. They're shopping. They're right. in the park. Yeah. They're acting so their age. p.m. on a Thursday <laughs> in March. Yeah. And they're <laughs> out there. I'm like, what the fuck is going no, on? No one has anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so. Uh, so you waited in line. I waited in line. And this pet photo booth took forever. Because, like, everyone, it's hard to get your pets to pose. Uh, have you ever worked with pets? <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. WC yeah. Fields, right? Yeah. Never, children yeah. and pets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, WC Fields has a bit on that? No, you said to never work with children and pets. Yeah. Children are animals because you always get upstaged. Oh, that was yeah. His thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a little uh, Tinseltown 101. Yeah. 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 WC uh, yeah, and of course, you know, how do you get to Hollywood? practice oh yeah or fountain, fountain. Yeah. Fountain. Yeah, yeah yeah oh man so anyway okay do you need more info about that i feel like i came fully I clean i just love here. the no. idea of you like at this place like loving it and someone's like who is that guy like, i don't know but every piece of marketing we laid out worked the yeah. flyer worked the, f the the promise of a photo booth worked the gift bag worked this guy's here for it all i thought they were gonna be like oh thanks for coming i thought it was gonna be empty and they're like i remember i remember you but <laughs> But he said he and his wife were going to show up, and I'm starting to think he doesn't have a wife. Is the dog his wife? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I, you know. I already has a stand-up special coming out on January 25th. Oh, I got to see this. <laughs> All right. The point is that yeah. this this guy in the store, he goes, Yo, I love your sweatshirt. You, you, you uh, Mark? Yeah. You know? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he goes, he's what he says. He goes, but, yeah, but I don't really talk about it. Because my coworkers make fun of me. That is oh. fucked up. And then it was really crowded in there. That's why I give the crowded detail. Because I go like, yo, no, fuck them. They're idiots. That's literally what I said, by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, especially if Jamie's not there. I really, you know, also, she's there trying to soften it. And I'm like, those those men are fools. Knaves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Knaves, I tell you. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the guy was like, they're, they're, and then I felt like he even was trying to get away from me. Oh, yeah. Like, he was like, all right, all right. Hey, thanks for coming. And then he was like, walking away. <laughs> Can't be, we can't be seen together. Right. I, I think he didn't want to chop. I think you. I think this guy, because this goes back to the adult wrestling movement. I think he was too worried about like a coworker, coworker coming over and realizing that we're connecting over pro wrestling. Yeah, I, I actually believed that in that moment. And so what? You what I do? Obviously, I'm rocking a fanny pack. Uh, hey, I, let me just show you some literature for a second before you go anywhere. Essentially, huh? that's Take what happened. But instead of a instead of my Jehovah Witness pamphlet, I gave him a cow sticker. I told him oh, I threw this guy a sticker. God. Yeah, we need to get I don't roll anywhere without the sticker anymore. We need anymore. to get like. Uh, Jack Chick tracts made like little yeah. comics yeah. <laughs> like to tell a moral fucking yeah. tale. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I also picked up. I'll give this book a a, a, a plug. I picked up the uh, 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 it was posted in the Facebook group. potty training your pet by <laughs> uh, by Eddie. But I don't. I, I I always get 
by Eddie. It's Eddie Dugrow, but I, 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 I get, I'm sure I'm butchering your last name, but I know this guy for a long time, and uh, he posted uh, this book that I've been reading. It's, a, it's called The Comic Book History of Professional Wrestling. Oh, yeah, uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Sitterson. Yes, yeah. and, I, and I was reading it last night. It's really great. Yeah. The art is great in it. Uh, I happen to have a, he, it. Was, it was messaged in the, it was posted in the group, and I happen to have a gift certificate that I was like, Oh, what should I get? And then it, it worked out, and I, I went right to the store and picked it up. And uh, it's very enjoyable. The art's awesome in it. Did very it, enjoyable. Was it at Skylight? Where'd you get no, it? No, I picked it up at uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, That's where my certificate was. Okay, uh, we cut that out because it's not interesting. Okay, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so the uh, point is, is that uh, this this movement's awesome. Let's let's talk about the T-shirts because I think actually the T-shirts are great to put on display. Like I'm an adult wrestling fan, you could wear it loud and proud. But keep telling your stories, leave cashins about moments where you were a loud and proud adult wrestling fan, and post post pictures of it. Like I'm look, I'm still looking for the boldest movement yet. Like someone hitting that hashtag. Giving a stunner at the Today Show, or like just something like I want you in your work meeting, like uh, so, something. I mean, look, don't get fired. Well, maybe get fired yeah. over this, it's, especially if you're planning on quitting. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, I'm still looking for the big adult wrestling fan uh, uh, moment. You know, yeah, go to like a Sunday mass and just like stand up <laughs> and like in like Gregorian chant voice to say yeah. adult wrestling fan and say. I absolve you for all your sins and then black mass the priest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Twice. And he'll fall on your chest. That was one of my favorite moments of 2018. The black mass to Gargano at NXT TakeOver Los Angeles, right? They name him by the city. Yeah. Uh, the Survivor Series weekend. Okay. It was War Games 2. War Games 2, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, right. War Games that's still a TakeOver, also. technically. Anyway, guys. <clears throat> so anyway, the special comes out next Friday. Check it out. Remember... We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. The day the special is released, I'll be putting an extended cut of the stand-up special just for patrons that will not go live. Uh, that has, I believe, five to six minutes of extra material mm -hmm. in it. Um, and uh, you can check that out. That'll be for patrons of... Uh, 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 patrons of every uh, level at that point. Great? Uh, and great. So... We got a our bonus episode coming out today on Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. Uh, was chosen by Jabroniak and Petroniak, Susan Lloyd. And we are dissecting. We have another movie dissection of a movie with a professional wrestler in it. Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> And boy, oh boy, we didn't rec we're recording it right after this, and I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I will say this movie is the most pro wrestling movie I, I, I've ever seen. Yeah. This movie is pro wrestling. Uh, 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 and um, well, you'll hear more about it. I have four hoodies left, only size small and medium. And our first ever Cow Summit episode comes out the first week of February, okay? This is stuff people ask me about, so I got to hit it all on the podcast. Remember, we're going to get this show started. You can cash in. Leave us a voicemail at 316. Get your opinion on the show. 316. 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Blow my mind. Gabba wee. Gabba wee. Gabba wee. Burn it. Gabba wee. All right. Anyway, Anosh, how do I get it where it stops and it'll replay? What 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 setting do I gotta do? Gaba gaba we gaba gaba. Now why does it keep starting from the place? I want it to restart. How do I get the remote to show me my stories? Gaba gaba we gaba gaba. The show's going to shit, Anosh. I just changed it for you. But I no. All right, whatever. It's not working the way I want. Strange effect. 
What do you want? Uh, anyway, to guys, we are uh, uh, we uh, we are less than two weeks away uh, to the Royal Rumble, which to me is. I always say it, it is Christmas for me. Yeah. You know what Shots I mean? Like, oh! now it's, what are you doing? There, there, now, it's, now it's the way you want it. What are you doing? <laughs> I was All just right. picking a random one. I didn't I didn't know. I was oh pressing my one. God. I could hear that. I, I might make that my text tone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time I get a text. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Anosh. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, we are t- less than two weeks away from Royal Rumble, which I've always said is Christmas. To me, it's like, man, I, I always say, like, forget New Year's, forget all Christmas, forget all that. Once Royal Rumble starts, this is, like, the time of year where I get, like, my juices start flowing. Yeah. I'm very fucking pumped. Um, it's and- a powerful show, man. That's what got me the Rumble before uh, 31 is, like, what pulled me back in because the rumble is just so much fun to watch it's the best it's the best and it has the best i mean it has consequences it has stakes and it starts painting a picture for wrestlemania i mean once they dubbed it the road to wrestlemania i was like "Ooh, this is fucking brilliant and a weird twist of events uh this is actually another announcement by accident but i will be going to the royal rumble uh Royal Rumble is I'm I'm going to be doing the, the I'm going to the Royal Rumble, but I also am performing on Dolph Ziggler's stand-up show at Stand Up Live Phoenix right after directly after the Royal Rumble. I'll be on um, his show. It's uh, me, Dolph Ziggler, Sarah Tiana, and um, some other people. It's Dolph Ziggler and friends. So maybe a bunch of wrestlers I don't even know who's going to pop by. But I'll be on that show, and there's still tickets available. You can check that out. So I'll be in Phoenix for the first time. I've never been to Phoenix. Oh, well. Yeah. It certainly is there. <laughs> <laughs> Gobble wee. Um, all right. So let's fucking get into it. I love the Royal Rumble. It's the best. Um our pool, our Royal Rumble pool for the, we already filled up two. I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll fill up four next year. Who knows? But I think the main story here is Finn Balor right now. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. So here's, all right. So listen, let's go back a little bit. Before we get into the details of Raw and SmackDown, let's just, so, okay. Vince McMahon came out a couple weeks back when the ratings were low. Before the new year, and they're like, you're going to see new talent, right? They were basically like, we're going to shake it up. Time to shake it up. And we haven't really seen that much shake up, right? I mean, in, in terms of stuff, we've seen, there are some cool things happening. We had, you know, Mustafa Ali added a couple other things, you know. But uh, uh, Finn Balor seems to be either getting a push or, uh, or, or, or not, right? Yeah. So Finn Balor... Is going to be wrestling. He has a universal title shot against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble pay per view. Now, I mean, I don't know, Newman. I I put a where to even begin here. I guess what I'm going to say is, all right, let's just let's just face the match here, right? Because there's so many factors here. It is such it is such a wrinkle. I I. I I, I did not expect him to push Finn like this, but he's a guy who for years people are saying, let's push him. It, okay. Do you think Finn beats Brock Lesnar? That's all I'll say. I think it's possible. And I think um, I've been asking for this match for what seems like forever now. Right. Because I think that people forget that like one of the, I mean, this goes back to like the 30s. One of the oldest wrestling stories that gets told is like some giant guy and like a smaller guy. Right. And they did it a little bit with Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan, but 
Finn. Well, they did it with Daniel Bryan and with AJ. With AJ. Yeah. But, I mean, AJ's a little bit, like, uh, even Daniel Bryan looks somehow, like, bigger than, like, than, than Finn. Well, the thing with Finn is that Finn has no body fat, right? right? His body fat is super low. He's very sucked out. Right. He's a guy who's in, who, who's completely shredded and he's a smaller guy but he's in such good shape that it's very passable and he wrestles a style right. where you're like all right he believably can wrestle bigger guys yeah right? and, think- and he feels bigger in 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 like let's call it magnetism or, yeah. right yeah, yeah. well this is going to be a fun match period like look look at anytime finn is up against somebody huge roman all those matches are yeah. great uh drew mcintyre anytime they you know it's it's all great so it's going to be a fun match finn is a great guy to wrestle bigger we've said it a million yeah. times on here when he wrestles guys who can like throw him the matches are great and he's very good at using his whole body to show power like coup de gras is the is like is it, it's not surprising that's his finishing move because his, all of his a lot of his offense is kick based yeah. and drop kick based double double foot based right. you he's, know he's putting one foot in you or he's putting two feet in you right his push kick to set up the coup de gras is very cool into the corner um I, listen he, he uh, but I I do think it's possible I think it's possible okay so the, here's the deal I've always said this I'm not a big Finn Balor fan. Right. Uh, but I'm not not a fan. I'm just saying we always use the term between me and like uh, Shebs. We always talk about like is a wrestler like one of my guys? You know what I mean? And, and uh, Finn Balor, I'm like, you know what? When it came down to it, I was like, I was liking it. when he was coming up in NXT. I was like, I like this guy. He looks cool. Oh, the demon has a cool vibe. I like the music. He's a fucking stud, gorgeous man. But I was like, ultimately, I can't label him one of my guys. Right. So, be, so because of that, I know I'm kind of biased. Where I think, in my mind, Finn is less of a is less of a star than he, the treatment he gets. So I actually went to the Facebook group, right, uh, and I posted a poll. I said, "Is Finn?" Uh, I don't remember the exact question, but I said basically, "Is Finn big enough to main event WrestleMania?" Right, and I don't have the exact um, I don't have the final results, but it was a unanimous yes. Uh, he he had something like five votes no, over a hundred votes yes. Right, like uh, you know. So listen, people want to see Finn pushed. People see him in the same way that I see um, Rollins. You know what I mean? Like where I'm like, oh, Rollins is like a main event caliber right. guy who's just not getting the proper rub. Mm-hmm. Even though we, uh, uh, but cool. The interesting thing is when okay, so let's assume that. The interesting thing is, okay, two factors. Can he beat Brock Lesnar? And does he need to be the demon? That's the other thing. Does the demon... All right, so for people who don't know, the demon is... Because the demon's kind of been, like, gone. He wrestled on Survivor Series as the demon, whatever. But it was Baron Corbin, so who cares, you know? But the demon is undefeated, right? So if he shows... And if if he's going to wrestle Brock Lesnar and show up not as the demon, then it's like, well, then why would you not then when would you show up to be the demon? Like, you know, this feels like you would have to show up as the demon. Who was it against when he was doing those promos where he was talking about, like, about Balor the demon? Rollins. It was Rollins. That was during, like, when he won the Universal title, and that did not work. Right. That was when he was, like, explaining the lore of the demon and all that. And, like, the demon should just be, like, I, 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 so this goes into where I'm going, where I'm headed, which is... The, let's call it a problem. The problem with the demon is that it's undefeated. Yeah. And like, why not bring that out against Brock Lesnar? Right. I assume he will. It would be 
right? It would be bad strategy, assuming we've dropped the lore that, like, the demon has to be, like, it's something he can't control, which is, like, I just come out of that. But he's not... Finn doesn't have the acting chops, right? He doesn't have the he doesn't have what Bray Wyatt has to dip into the supernatural. So the demon has to just be like war paint, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It has to just be like I paint that on. Do you agree or yes. disagree? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It has to be like I just paint that on for big batches, and it does something for me, right? right. Which we all get, right? Like sure. I've been on sports. Uh, well, I've been <laughs> honestly not since like. <laughs> high school like uh 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 when i i played uh like pal like the the rec rec hockey league but yeah. there were things where i was like when i i played uh like roller hockey and it was like oh when i like tape up when i'm like taping up my uh my uh, uh what are they called shin guards uh, no. yeah, yeah shin guards <laughs> yeah yeah when i tape those up shinnies my sh- when i tape up my shinnies <laughs> uh um uh the when I tape those up, I feel like I get into like a zone. So like I believe in like war paint. Oh, you put it on, you're in a zone. Well, that's a yeah. mental state. Well, the mental state is like that's the same reason like uh, police like like police wear riot gear. It's the you know like, uh, the football play. It's all it it when you're in costume, right? You when you're festooned, you're uh, it allows you to like bypass things that you wouldn't normally do. Right. Because now you're this other thing. Yeah. And this other thing does those things. Yeah. And, and like, to put this into perspective for you. Guys, let's, let's put this in perspective. These are huge men. Uh, no, but to put this in perspective, like, think of, if, if you've never been in this spot, if you've never performed on a stage or anything, you have worn sunglasses. Right. Right? If you've worn sunglasses before, you feel different. If you go to a party, walk into a party with your sunglasses on, you'll feel different than when you take them off. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, I'm hiding my eyes, right? You're in character. Everyone has that. Yeah. Um, and that's also something I love about professional wrestling, how you tap into the concept of character in a place where it's not an alter reality, right? It is just presented as sport, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I don't think I need to prove to you guys why I like wrestling anymore, right? I think we can dance that back. But, so, okay, so as Warpaint, if, if he... If Finn, if Lesnar, the, the the consequences here is Finn getting very buried, right? Yes. Because if he comes out as the demon and Lesnar pins him clean, yeah. even if he has a good showing, he not only lost his big push, which will immediately hurt him, Yeah. Uh, the demon is also not as powerful, right? So, but also if he shows up not as the demon, that's also stupid, right? right? Like, cause you're like, dude, why did you bring the demon? Mm-hmm. You're wrestling the beast. Like you're wrestling the toughest guy in the industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you don't show up as the demon, what is that? Unless you don't see it that way. Um, I don't know. I personally don't like the demon. I think it looks stupid. Well, I like the paint. Yeah. I don't, the Rasta. The Rasta I don't hat. like any of the streamers. Yeah. That's why I think that truthfully, what the demon should be going forward, cut the. It should just be that you the call paint. it the demon. Yeah. Just paint. Enter the same way. Maybe don't put your hands hands up. The audience does it when you're the demon. You're just more focused. You right. look more like zombie-ish or whatever. Or you're like a little like. But when he starts crawling around with I the can't. demon, it is it looked and it, it looked better in full cell when the the. The full sale actually had spots. If you remember this specifically, because this is the ridiculousness that I, uh, I uh, hyper focus. 
you know, Triple H very theatrical guy, yeah. right? And he would come out with, and he would be like, all right, well, when you're crawling, you appear over here, and there'd be like a, a spotlight in the corner of the entrance, right. and the ramp was way smaller, and it would look slicker. Yeah. But then when you got to the main roster, and you're crawling down a 60-foot ramp, <laughs> right? Yeah, it looks you look silly as yeah. a grown adult. Yeah. So to me, what the demon should be, they should re. It should just be just paint, right. and maybe I, I might even pull out, remove the, remove the, even calling it the demon, just call it like Finn. He's got that demon paint on. Yeah, or yeah, just war paint or something. Paint. Yeah, yeah. I think also too, start giving him like sting stuff, where he's like in the rafters, or he's like appearing in like darkness, and like suddenly like the lights go out, and then he's like in the ring. Give him more. Yeah, but he can't sell that. That's what I'm saying. And like, he can't sell any kind of superstitious stuff because yeah, he's I mean, like, Sting he's always isn't... like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Finn Balor. Like, <laughs> how are you? You right, know, like right, whatever. Right, like, right. he always comes off like, like a nice guy. Like, even when he was like saying to like, fit, like Vince, like you never believed in me, which I thought was his best moment. Yeah. I've ever seen out of Finn. Um, he he's always going to be kind of smiley. He, he's not able to. He doesn't like. And, and by the way, no knock to him. That takes a high level of skill. Right. The people have been able to really like. Truthfully, let's be real. Taker's not very convincing with that. The best thing he does is shut up. Right. He's not talk. Right. right. Um. And Paul Bearer really sold him. Yeah. Right. Because Paul Bearer was extremely talented. Uh. 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 Like Bray Wyatt. That's why I, I, Bray Wyatt is like on another level of ability, right? Where he could really sell you on, like, you know, man, like you know, he, you'd be like, yeah, yeah man, like I've I be, become something different, and then he could like shake, and you, yeah. and you, you'd believe like something takes him over, yeah, and right, you, no chance Finn can pull that off. No, no, no. Finn is just a, he's like a smile emoji. Yeah, you know what I mean, and he's just beautiful. Yeah, and he's like hardworking. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I don't think they have any choice but to let him either beat Lesnar. The, I could, the only thing I could see with the demon is a draw. Yeah. I could see like they're both knocked out, like Finn is dead because they've all right. They've already uh, uh, they've already started telling the story of Finn as an underdog, right? That happened this week. That he they're pulling like a Daniel Bryan esque story with him, which is like they're acknowledging that um, Vince is not into him. That the story uh, that he's not as big as the like Vince was, which by the way. Shout out to Vince for saying beef. Oh, uh, there's a lot of beef in this <laughs> ring. I mean, there's a lot. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of beef. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of beef out here. He said it twice. Yeah, twice. He was like, "Look at all this beef." You want to hear my impression of Vince McMahon at a uh, barbecue? Yeah. Duh. It's a lot of beef out here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <that. laughs> uh, hey, where are you going? Uh, <laughs> uh, Do you want to hear? Vince. You hear my impression of uh, of uh, uh, Vince McMahon at the the Source Awards, which is the rap uh, award show? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of beef out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, why would there be beef there? Because they, they're beefing. <laughs> oh, I get it. Because rappers beef. Listen, guys, I'm a guy who went to a grand opening in a pet store. <laughs> so I think I, I don't know if I can comment on the Source Awards. But um, You hear my impression uh, of Vince McMahon in Scotland? Getting a podicure? <laughs> getting a podicure in Scotland? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of sheep out here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I love that. That's um, why he. That's why he almost got an infinity symbol on the nine to five app. So okay, the demon. Okay, if he comes out as the demon, it, it, this Finn is waiting to just push a long time for Finn to just lose right here. 
It's a big deal. Yeah, huge. Like, it's huge deal for him to not. This is a, his big universal title shot. It's a, like in my mind, he's winning this title. Yeah, you know? I, I honestly, as you were talking, like before we went off on that stupid beef run, right. uh, <laughs> I th- I was about to say like I'm gonna I Tulo also said this, so I'm kind of tiptoeing with Tulo, but yeah, I think he's gonna win it. I yeah. feel it in my heart that he's gonna win the belt. Yeah, I think that Finn is going to win the uh, belt, um, but uh, the title. Uh, but yeah, and 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 um, I, I, it, it, it's going to be tough, and it might involve interference, and it might involve like setting up the story. But I think he's going to win. So okay, so let's move on to the next element here, right? Which is uh, like I, I, to me, I see Finn in the main event, and look. That's that's what people were taking on. I mean, no, it's ridiculous. You always find a way to make noise. What what, what are you doing right now? Applying, of applying Purell. Oh my <laughs> fucking god, guys! He, this is the producer of the show who thinks he's like. What do you call those sound effects, people? Foley artist. Yeah, he thinks he's a foley artist. I I'm mean, ASMRing for for our, for our the, listeners who are this is trying to get a little bit of all right. It's just sleep. ASMR stands for Anosha's sound making is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> some, Oh my God, some classic <laughs> ASMR. Anosha's sound making is ridiculous. I don't want to talk about something. Okay, all right, all right. Anosha, stop. It's okay, real estate. Okay, so we agree. We agree that uh, Finn is probably going to win the belt. It just yeah. seems best for business, right? Especially with Brock, he's got. He's probably going to go wrestle uh, Daniel Cormier. Uh, but we'll get. Let's get into. We're going to get into who Finn could face at Mania. But first, I want to. Uh, I I got to call Shebs because I want to talk to him about. Uh, yeah, let's, this, we're gonna, yeah, call him up. Uh, what, this is we're going to do. Segment here. It's called Merch Corner. i and. Uh, I want to get Shebs' opinion on this. You guys know uh, my best friend, Jason Shabiro. You know him from the 9 to 5 app. Hello. Yo, Shebs. That's how I answer the phone. What's yeah, up? I love it. Very natural. Yeah. All right. How you doing? I want to ask you a question. We're in, uh, we're in Merch Corner right now. Where is that? Like Japan? No, no, no. It's, in, it's just uh, in the Calverse. It's not a physical place. Oh, oh okay. It's more of a mental we're, state. Uh, Gotcha. So we're Spider-Man into the Calverse. Yeah. Uh, so, yo, I, I, uh, I, me and Arlen have been having a little bit of an argument, uh, surprise, uh, about wh- what what qualifies as a uh, wearable merch or legit merch. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. So. Oh, all right, we always talk about like my, my deal with merch is that I like to rock the merch that the wrestlers wear, like the official merch from WWE shop, what they're wearing. I mean, and uh, what we know that WWE the 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 shirts are crunch. We know there's a big problem with the shirts where they're like not very comfortable. There have been no t- to nip, nipple chafe uh, and and sure. not fit properly they are, at all. They are the worst t-shirts. They're actually the worst t-shirts I've ever worn on my body. Uh, everyone who touches them hates them. Uh, when I wear them, Chet says, Jesus Christ, take that off. It feels like shit. Uh, it doesn't feel good to wear them personally for me. Um, so they're rough, but they're a necessary evil if you want to fucking be a real fan. That's the deal, right? Like, it, it, I feel like you can't, if you, you can't, it's unfortunate, but you can't fully avoid the crunch shirt. Right, like sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet and be like, "I gotta have that shirt. That's my guy. I need that exact shirt." Right, like I picked up recently the Becky Lynch the man shirt. Right. Yeah. Now, by yeah. the way, don't love the design. 
of the the man shirt. Um, my right. biggest peeve with it is her logo still has the goggles in it, uh, and I no thought we've gotten past that, that phase, no one Becky. Can see that. Right. And she's giving, like, a yeah. hand signal in it, which I'm like, that hand signal could go also. Like, it's kind of just, like, the edge's hand signal. Anyway. Right. Right? But the shirt is crunch. Yeah. It fits, like, absolute dog shit. Um, yeah. I'm even in the zone where I've noticed now that when it comes to WWE merch, you can order just the regular crunch shirt. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's they have two different styles now. They got one that's, like... One has the tag, one doesn't have a tag, I think, or I think actually it's, they both don't have tags anymore, but one of them has, they have different kind of like uh, uh, print in it, like where it shows the size and the WWE logo. And one, if, I, if mm-hmm. the shirt, and you can't tell it all on the site, which one you're going to get, if I get one of them, yeah. it means it fits hard, like unwearably terribly. Yeah. Right. And one of them what? is passable. Right, and there's no way to know. I mean, they really should on the on the site, like as one of the bullet points, write like, you know, dog shit crunch tech or whatever they call that <laughs> fabric. Um, and then the other one should do cotton. Now, there is one workaround because the thing is, you want to be wearing the official merch. Otherwise, I mean, I mean, it's nice to show your support and stuff, but you want to be dressing like the guys. Like when kids like a basketball team or they like Michael Jordan, they buy a Michael Jordan jersey. Because that's what he wears to do his goddamn thing. So you got to be rocking the real deal. Now, however, in addition to crunch tech, the acid wash has been very popular lately. And I'll tell you, that is official WWE merch. Licensed wow. by the company. Sold on the website. They feel terrific. And I've seen wrestlers wear them to the ring. Alexa Bliss wore my Alexa Bliss acid wash shirt as entrance gear. So that's fair game also. Well, interesting you bring that up. Because right, actually, currently I'm wearing a Ronda Rousey acid wash shirt. Now the print yeah. it's from WBShop.com, the 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 mother hub. Uh, uh, formerly, uh, uh, formerly known as ShopZone.WWE.com. Right, which I still think routes you there, right? Yes, it does. I only type in ShopZone.WWE.com <laughs> when I need merch, and it always gets me there. Right, and. But the design on the shirt is the exact design on the Crunch Rousey shirt. Right. Um, so by Ar- Arlen, so uh, all right. So I guess this thing is, does it make it less of a shirt in terms of, let's think of it in terms of a uh, collector's value, in terms of you being like a real <laughs> fan or whatever, in terms of whatever, uh, 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 whatever, whatever uh, uh, crowns were given this. Newman, there you're is, laughing. There is zero collector's value to any of these shirts. No, are you? I disagree. Zero. Uh, you know, wrestling in, for sale on Instagram? Yeah, the kids moving merch. So. Yeah, but I'm saying in like 20 years, people will be like, I want the first Elias shirt it's, or whatever. Yeah, it's different though. They're produced on such a mass scale. Oh yeah, they're not going to be worth a lot of money, but people will want them. Okay, I agree with that. They will be cool <laughs> to have. They're not going to be like, yeah. Uh, 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 yes, I agree. They're not right. going to be worth money. Right, right. It's the same thing with like whatever. <laughs> they have like record day or whatever. Like whatever. I don't want to go there. I don't know what I'm record talking about. Shebs. So, but yeah. the point is, is that is there anything? Do you see a um, a crunch shirt as a less than shirt? Uh, 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 an acid wa- an acid shirt as less than a crunch shirt at all? Um, I'll tell you what I do, and here's why. Because <laughs> part of being a wrestling fan, like, it's embarrassing. You know, people shit on us for being wrestling fans. It right, is, but we're changing that with the adult letter. wrestling fan movement. I mean, we're, we're trying to change. Yeah, the I mean, we're trying. 
we're trying to start the adult wrestling fan movement, but it is a cross to bear. It is a crown of thorns. It is a scarlet letter. And as such, we should suffer for who we really are. And we should be able to express our fandom and take a little pain along the way because that's what we've been doing since day one, mama. Right, so, so you're saying that part of wearing the crunch is part of the suffering, part. like uh, it, it, it's like uh, the the thorn, the crown of thorns, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's that like, you, know, like you might get a chafed nipple, but at least you're the real deal. Yes, everyone who sees you wearing that goes, "Hey, man, I can tell." Everyone in the know knows that you are fucking suffering for your beliefs. And that is the most noble thing you could do. That puts you on par with Mahatma Gandhi. That puts you on par with Martin Luther King Jr., which is coming up very shortly. RD and OKJ Day, that's the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Everyone only gives him the three letters, and I say give him all the letters he deserves, but that's neither here nor there. The point is, you got to suffer and fight for your beliefs, and that's why the crunchy shirts are the gold standard. That's why you have to wear them if you are a wrestling fan. If you are a wrestling fan and you love merch and you have no crunchy shirts, you're, you're fucking bullshit. You're right. bullshit. So, so let's get let so uh, uh no, I mean can I say I I have a kind of a hot take. I don't like the soft style shirts. Yeah. I don't like the way they fit. I think they feel cheap. I think uh they're they're uh, they're just they're, well, they suck. I guess you're part of the problem. The <laughs> necks are always the necks are flimsy as fuck. The sleeves are too thin, the body is too long. The, I don't know where these measurements are coming from. They suck. I'll, I'll tell you where. I'll I tell you. Where. Like the it. thing is that is a, that's a fancier shirt for a fancier man. Those fit my tall European frame a lot better than the crunchy shirts. The crunchy shirts are essentially made for the, the standard WWE fans. They need to be a little sturdier. They need to be a little hardier, um, a little durable. But the, the acid wash, they, they're kind of just hanging loose. It's, it's just a good party. Okay, so I want to move on to the next element of this, which is, okay, so that's why the crunch has to exist. Yeah. It's because the crunch, yeah. we'll, we'll suffer for the crunch. Right, because you won't even like uh, uh, if you're a crunch lover, you won't even uh, you won't even budge to right. be into the soft style. But okay, so all right, because I had an argument with Arlen where Arlen was uh, so Arlen's been doing a move that we, I, I'm hoping to get Arlen on here next week, and maybe we'll get you both on here next week to kind of discuss this. But Ar Arlen's pulling a move where look, he's had it with the crunch, okay, <laughs> and he he's he's rocking. Merch not from Shop Zone, not from WWE Shop. Soft style shirts that are WWE shirts. They'll be like like he's got a Goldberg one. He's got a Heart Foundation shirt, but the designs are a little. The shirt is a better quality, and the designs are a little more palatable for the casual fan. And I, I, I first off, I think these shirts are absolute bullshit. I I I pushed back on them immediately. If it's not official merch, it's come on. Unless it's an exceptional design like the Becky three sixteen shirt or something where you're like, oh, WB should have made this. But also, he's been coming back at me saying that acid wash shirt is the equivalent of wearing a secondary market shirt. Uh uh. Uh, even if it's uh, saying if it's even though they have a WB printing license, where are you at on this? Well, that, that's that's wrong. That's erroneous on all counts. That's classic Arlen just trying to bamboozle you with a lot of facts and figures and talking real fast and just hoping you'll think what he says is correct and true. That's not true. The Acid Wash shirt, while not as important to the wrestling culture and the wrestling ethos as the Crunchy shirt. It's still official like WWE shirt. And as I said before, occasionally the wrestlers will come out wearing those acid watch shirts. Yes, you will that's never a great see a wrestler point. 
they're never going to walk out the gates wearing like a, a cool Heart Foundation graphic that has like a cartoon version of the Anvil and Brett. That's bullshit. That's some hipster fuck on Etsy made it. I don't want it. I don't need it. It's bad enough it exists. Now, every once in a while, the design is incredible. Every once in a while, the design is amazing. Becky Pierce, you've seen, of course, right? And then, you know what? You buy that shirt, and you say, hey, this is really cool. But you know it's not real merch. You know it's not what you got to be. If you get one wrestling shirt to wear as you walk down the aisle when you get married, you can't wear the fake shit. That's like watching it. It's like if someone gets a really good Gucci knockoff handbag or something. It's like, no, 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 this looks even better. Like, I like this one better because they do a cool diagonal design. The real ones don't even do that. You're like, yeah, well, it looks good, but that's not the not right. real. Right. I, I, I- I think that uh, I thought Arlen was out of line, and I think that uh, I, I think that his his antics are not part of the hashtag of being a proud adult wrestling fan. He's trying to dumb it well, down. Uh, uh, that's and then a great point. That's goes, a good point. Yo, you're a married guy. I'm a single guy. I I'm trying to rock it. I mean, we're and I'm like, ah, I understand that you're trying to show you're a wrestling no, fan, but you're give, you're no, also. No, but I, no. I just I, I won't have it. No, it's not. Here's the thing. The, the hashtag adult wrestling fan movement is all about being proud of being a wrestling fan, right? If you wear shirts like that and only shirts like that, like Arlen, like it's okay if you have one or two because it was like so amazing you had to cop it. Okay, fine. But I'm not wearing them on WrestleMania weekend when I have like four shirts to pack. You know, most of those things well, probably all going to do that. That's what I'm saying. I'm, that's what my but the thing is. is if, you, if you wear those shirts, and only those shirts. It means you are not a proud wrestling fan. It means you're saying, oh, let me try to wear like a cooler, hipper version of this that other people might think is cool. Like they'll get it. Oh, people who aren't right. wrestling fans, yeah, they'll still think this looks good. That's not being a proud wrestling fan. That's like your hashtag adult wrestling fan. You wear the fan. If you picked up an Ultimate Warrior shirt at like Urban Outfitters, then you're the same as us? Yeah, no, you're not. And half the goddamn time, you don't even know the Ultimate Warriors. You just think it's cool. My sister has a Joy Division album shirt. She got a Forever 21. She doesn't even know what the fucking band. <laughs> you know? But, but it's, she's it not a cool proud Joy Division fan, adult Joy Division fan. Arlen is a Forever 21 shopper. Arlen <laughs> is my little sister. Okay? If you are, you know what the best shirt to fucking rock ever is? What? Becky 316. Because it looks like shit. But everyone who sees it knows, hey, that was a really cool moment in wrestling. That shirt probably sucks to wear, and it doesn't even look cool. So you know what? Wear that shirt, you're the fucking man. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I think the shirt looks awesome, and it fits well. Yeah, I like that shirt. You don't like it? Look, on the pantheon of the best wrestling shirts of all time, it's a pretty... I mean, I like it in its simplicity. I don't... I'm not hating on the shirt. I'm just saying a casual non-wrestling fan who sees that shirt is going to be like, oh, weird, what did you get that at, like, uh, fucking Salvation yeah. Army? What, did, like, did a bowling team print those out for some fundraiser or something that looks like dog shit? Yeah. That's what they would say. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not... going to try to get Arlen to post some of these pics. I'm going I'm to try to get Arlen to post some of these pictures of these shirts. I don't have the heart to tell him to be like, this is this is flagrant, you know? Uh, 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 this is flagrant, but I think well, we got to get you back on here heart. with Arlen, and we got to have some kind of intervention here for this behavior. Yeah, look, man, they're not. It's cool to wear them. You can have them. I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying don't come at me like they're on par with the acid wash shirts. The acid wash shirts are real standard issue shirts. Right. Where are you at on the mineral wash shirt? I mean, he was coming at me hard. It's standard He's like, oh, you do a mineral look, wash. Look, Why can't I do this? Mineral wash is in the same camp as acid wash. It just hasn't been around this long. It's the same thing. It's not. Look, like I said, Michael Jordan. The kid, or who's the more current example? Who plays basketball defense? LeBron James. 
You like LeBron James, you buy a Lakers jersey. You buy what he wears when he hits the floor. Yeah. That's how you show your support. You're not fucking cool if you buy, like, uh, some shirt a guy made on Etsy that has, like, LeBron and Michael Jackson, like, squaring off, and it's, like, the Battle of the Kings <laughs> or something. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Wear the real shit. Yeah, we're on the same page. All right, well, I think I think, I think we said all that needed to be said, right? Yeah, now I'm all fucking horned up. I'm heated up. I'm ready to go. I'm going to pop in the gym and do some fucking bass press. Yeah, absolutely. And we got to get you back on to talk to Arlen. And, uh, and uh, it seems like we're on the same page here. I mean, we got to get this guy. I, I don't blame the guy. You know, I don't, you know, he tried to veer out, but I think he, I think he's, I think he needs to, we need to get him back in line a little bit. We always do. All right. Hey, cheers up. Cheers up. All right. So we're at a merch corner. We'll deal with that situation down the line. Uh, we got to, we got to get Arlen in check here, but uh, all right, let's get back to this, this Finn thing. Cause this is, this is big. Which is who if if Finn wins the belt, who could he wrestle at WrestleMania that would feel main event? Now, the biggest point people were making to me in the Facebook group was that it's not really we have two titles, right? So it doesn't have to main event, right? So it potentially you could have a match that's maybe more of a cool indie kind of match or more of a, a smarky match or, you know, a work rate match. Like last year, it was AJ Shinsuke. Uh, and then the other match is the more marquee match. So you could have Daniel Bryan versus Undertaker. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like we get they, they might be setting up for Daniel Bryan where it, it, where that's the main event. Right. If you if you have Daniel Bryan versus Undertaker, that's the main event. Then the other match could be. Finn versus Rollins. Yeah. Right? Like where you don't have to worry about the star power of the guys. You don't have to worry about the casual fan. The casual fan really exists for WrestleMania. I have a lot of friends, uh, 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 Schnapper, uh, uh, Wadowski. When WrestleMania rolls around, they're like, yo, who's on it? And they go, Triple H is on the card. Oh, awesome. I'll watch it. Right? Th- like that. that is something that actually affects uh, people. And I, I think it's fair, you know, yeah. to think about like who's the draw. Um and and and, and, and uh, yeah, so if we think about it, it, but let's just call that main event thing, all right? Let's talk about a main event caliber. Who could face Finn? Now, I'll say, I'm right now looking at, I posted in the page being like, who should face Finn if he's wrestling at WrestleMania? I, I In my mind, the only match that I saw that in my mind where I go, oh, like I would be very pumped for that match, that match is awesome, is AJ Styles. Yeah. Finn, AJ Styles, we saw once before when AJ, like, filled in. Remember he wrestled, like, five nights in a row? He filled in for maybe, I forget who, but it might have been Reigns when he had, like, the moops or yeah. whatever. Remember that? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, the mumps. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the women, like, Bray White got the mumps. The moops. The moops. The moors. Yeah. The uh, moops. Uh, 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 the moops. Uh, and uh, but I, they ha- they put on a fucking amazing match, and you have the whole Bullet Club thing built in. Not to mention, by the way, if Kenny Omega is signed with WWE Shadily, which by the way, this week my brain goes back and forth. This week I've came more around on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Why? Uh, what made it? Just Finn winning made me think like they might know that like they could set that match up. You know what <sighs> I'm saying? Man. Because if you have a three way dance of Finn AJ versus Omega, like then. <laughs> Honestly, like AEW, that's like man, like you know, that's they got the dream match. That's right. the the leaders of the Bullet Club in a WrestleMania match for the Universal Title, yeah. a title that like hasn't really meant much in people's mind, but like 
hey, does it mean anything when you have all the Bullet Club guys wrestling for it? You know, that that possibility is insane. Look, it's obviously fantasy booking, but let's for this week get a little excited about the, <laughs> yeah, that. Let's it, fantasize it, a little it, bit, baby. It, it, it could be. Right now, it is a possibility. Yeah. If AJ Styles wins the Royal Rumble and Kenny just comes in and just goes like, you guys know me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm the guy who took over for you guys and did a better job. Right. I deserve to be here and work his way in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. possibilities are endless. What, what what matches for you? And I'm not saying what matches would be good. There's a million matches that would be good. Finn yeah. can put on good matches. He's a competent wrestler. And he, he wrestles very well against great wrestlers. Yeah. Um, what matches would you feel like are WrestleMania-level match for Finn? Uh, well, my my brain immediately goes to Rollins. Right. Uh, Who we already know they wanted to go Brock Rollins. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have any controversial takes on this. AJ, uh, uh, Seth, um, uh, maybe against like, uh, if like a legend or something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if it's like, even if it's, if it's Balor versus Undertaker, you know what I mean? Like, right. Something. There's something like a Balor Undertaker is a match that I was like, man, that like Demon versus uh, yeah. Demon. They're like, you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. Demon versus Fiendim. Fiendim. <laughs> <laughs> like that that match would be a great matchup for Taker because he Finn weighs nothing, right? For for him, like he could tombstone him, he could toss him around. Uh, you know, Taker's been wrestling these these three hundred pounders. You know, yeah. where he's having a hard time even tombstoning them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He didn't even give Rusev a tombstone uh, at uh, uh, the showdown or whatever. What, uh, the I think it was the Greatest Royal Rumble. I don't I remember. It. Fucking, I don't whatever, know. one of those uh, foreign shows. He didn't. He, he gave the tombstone to. Uh, Hated English, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I wonder if he had, if he was like, ah, oh, I'm not even gonna, what's, I'm not even gonna bother picking up Rusev. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, he's so thick. I mean, it's like right, right, right. Picking up literally a barrel. <laughs> it might have been just because he booked him to like choke slam him into the coffin match because oh, it was right. like a, it was a coffin match, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, a, uh, or like a buried alive match or whatever you call that match. But uh, yeah, I think that's a really cool matchup. My my thing is that if it's if it's Finn, you need a big name attached to yes. it. Like, even if you said Finn Cena, I'm like that. Yeah. Like that match is like not the match I want to see, but it is like people would be really pumped for Cena going for his 17th title versus a guy who everyone's really uh, excited about, like a newer, cool, like a, a cooler guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, it's a recipe uh, for for success, but um, yeah. What 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 matches would you you're saying Rollins? So if it was Rollins Finn, yeah, for the Universal Title, you would be like, I want like that feels WrestleMania to you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, but there's yeah, there's nobody else other than yeah, like a legend. I just worry. Here's my worry with Finn, is that or Nakamura maybe the match might be good. Nakamura, I'm I don't think should be in WrestleMania main events based right. on last year. He at least needs a year off. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it didn't deliver for yeah. me. The lead Almas. up didn't deliver. The writing didn't deliver. Yeah. Almas would be fun. I don't know who that is. Almas? Uh, Andrade. Oh, Andrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know who. I don't uh, know. Yeah, Almas yeah, yeah. Is. Sorry, he changed his name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Andrade. God forbid anyone has more than one word in their name in yeah. WWE. Uh, I liked Cien. I liked Andrade Cien Almas. I felt yeah. like that made him feel like more grandiose. Yes, me too. Yeah, but it was true. It was hard to like. There were times where I go like, "What's his name?" Like it was Andrade Cien. Like I, I, I struggled with it. Yeah. If 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 Vince is like a roll off the tongue guy, like I, you know. 
I, I get it. Um, my podcast is called Comedians of Wrestling. <laughs> like, all right, here's what it is. Uh, but um, I worry about the lead up. Like, Finn has never really had a good story. Right. He's had good matches, but has he ever had? Uh, uh, I mean, you could argue the Samoa Joe and NXT, but I always toss NXT. Right. Like, I think NXT. There's always kind of rose-colored uh, uh, glasses. There's, you know, NXT is so cool that, and everyone is so over that you don't. I don't even remember what the like cool lines, cool moments. Just right. matches are good. So we know Finn could have good matches, but has he told? Has he been able to really pull off a lead up? His lead up with Rollins to his Universal Title match was terrible. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, what does he do? He's just sort of like there, He's just smiling. Like, oh, I, you think you're good, but I'm. Better, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. right? That's like kind of what like he doesn't he he's missing a lot of um, he has no he's got charisma he has a lot of charisma a lot of charm but he's missing any kind of fire yeah. there's no like fury in this guy like it's he doesn't seem angry he's not like believably he's always and I said this I told you off air a, a, a second ago like uh, his social media even takes me out of kayfabe it's a lot of like jokiness it's a lot of like oh aren't my abs fun which is fine yeah. <laughs> but there's never any fire it's never like I'm like uh, you know it's not like and right. he doesn't do it in the ring either where it's like Miz is uh, social media kind of breaks the Miz character he's more of like a family man on there or whatever but but then he delivers on screen so the believability I, I believe it there right so that's what my always is that listen Finn is a, a nice piece of beef oh, um, yeah. yeah yeah a lot of beef out here so Rollins is the match you'd want but what's the ideal match for Finn for you like you this is what I want to see but uh because the match for me is Lesnar, but it's it's like Finn Lesnar. I mean, I mean, I mean that's that is rude. the match I want right, to see. But we're seeing it at Rumble, right? Like that's the problem there is that I'm like, yo, if it was like Finn's a no more contender, he's like, I and you'd see a match where he's like, I know I have, I know you all think I have no chance, and then he finally comes out of the demon at, at Mania. Yeah. Maybe like Vince bans the demon, you know what I mean? But then he has to win a match to be like, can I do the de whatever? I'm not saying that. The I'm match spitballing. That, the match that I would be that like. If there was a list, and then like one of these has to be the match, it would be AJ. Because I'm saying the AJ Finn match would be fucking. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna tear the house down. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know. You know it will. And plus, and then hopefully, you know, when it's all over, the two sweet each other, and the fucking club comes out, and then it's it's fucker walk time. Right. But right. That's right. never gonna happen. Right. 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 Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not gonna happen, but. So yeah, I mean, um, let's let's say a couple. I, ha I have this thread open. A couple of uh, matches you guys brought up is uh, yeah. I mean, some people were talking about Rollins, which I guess cool. I could definitely get behind that. Um, some people were saying uh, Owens. Mm -hmm. So like Finn Owens could be great. Owens, the, Owens has the potential to come back just like a maniac, like uh, uh, on on fire, where you'd, you'd get into it, especially if the DB match is high profile, Finn Owens for the Universal title could be very cool. Yeah, you see that picture of Owens where it looks like he's lost some weight? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I think it's just a trick. It's an angle. I yeah. Don't, I don't, it's it's the angle that he's sitting at. Well, yeah. no one really wants Owens to like lose weight. No. All I've ever want from Owens is to tone up his shoulders. Right. And arms. Dial in the shoulders. Just like get yeah. like be like a little bit of like uh, uh look like an action figure with a pot belly, right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right, 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 right. Uh I think that's cool. But yeah, uh yeah, I mean 
Finn, is there any chance they can go Finn versus Daniel Bryan? I mean, there's a chance. There's a chance they throw the belt back on AJ for Mania, right? Why not? Yeah. And then just go AJ Taker or something like Oof. that. I mean, the the possibilities are infinite. I don't know. I keep mentioning Taker. I'm all, you know, I'm like, I just I love Taker. Yeah, he's my favorite. <laughs> he's brother of destruction. So anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I mean, uh. The, the the bottom line is Finn, his opponent matters a lot. And it always, that's always the deal with Finn, is mm-hmm. his opponent matters a lot for the caliber of match and for the, uh, and for, for me to get excited about it. But everyone seems really pumped for it. It was a nice showing. The guy is undeniably over. Yeah. When it comes to, he popped out at NXT UK TakeOver. Oh, man. They fucking went nuts for him. He's, uh, yeah, and he, you know, he's in great shape. He clearly works really hard. All right, let's get into. Um, oh, we got a cash in on Finn. Let's play this quick. What up? It's the Lacroix boy, Aaron Whitelaw, cashing in from work in Chicago, Illinois, in the office wearing my Young Bucks shirt because I'm an adult wrestling fan. Hashtag baby. I just wanted to talk about Finn Balor. Uh, I thought the Raw episode was pretty good. It felt like a concise story. My only problem is that it felt like they treated it like a long arching story that culminated at the end of that episode and they wanted more credit for their bad booking of Finn Balor. Um, oh, before I continue, I just want to let you know this is how this is brought to you by Glass in theaters January 18th. But what was I saying? Um, so yeah, yeah the at the end they had we'll be turned upside Cut that promo. It felt awkward. It felt like they, it felt like when you see a movie that didn't have a good story, but at the end of the movie, they explain a lot to make you feel like they had a good story. Uh, it felt awkward. I don't know if it came across like that to everyone else, but I just feel like we didn't need John Cena to get us behind Finn Balor because we were already behind Finn Balor. Um, what do you guys think? Cheers up. Cheers up. Thanks for ending uh, your cash in properly. Look, I think there's some validity to that, and that's a great way to move on to Raw here. And um, look, I, I uh, for me... We know we know they're figuring out as they go. At some point, we got to be like, accept that that's kind of like the beauty of of WWE here, mm-hmm. and like understand that people get the wrestlers get hurt. They are figuring out on the fly based on their talent. They're juggling like a whole roster of people, which we we just see them as not humans sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? And also, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes where, like, this guy dropped out or this plan. Because, like, I'm reading that Strowman is, they changed the writing. That is not nothing to do with his injury. And to be honest, it had more to do with the fact that, and you guys know I hate dirt cheats, but I had to look this up. Uh, but uh, is that they were like, we don't. We don't want Lesnar to. We don't want Lesnar to lose to Strowman again. Right. Like, uh, uh, we don't want Strowman to lose to Lesnar again. And they didn't want to give Strowman the title. And I agree, it's not the right time to give Strowman the title. And to be honest, it's been a. There's been a million opportunities for them to give Strowman this title, and I don't know what they're waiting for. I think they're waiting for the guy to be incapacitated so they can't mm-hmm. walk anymore. Uh, uh, the guy was like white hot. By now, he'd already be. I mean, look, also, we're forgetting about Roman Reigns, a guy they wanted to push, but uh, uh, everyone would have, Strowman already would have been like a guy we believed could main event WrestleMania if they gave him this title a long time ago. But I digress and get back to the episode. Look, I thought, to hit on your point, they, it felt like he's, uh, when Finn came out and said, let's be honest, Vince, you've never believed in me. Mm-hmm. 
I felt like that was a pretty cool moment. I think it could have used a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, Vince is like, I'm not sure what's going on with Vince. He's really like short with his words. He's doing a lot of like, up, 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 and stops. And then he's not, I, I don't know. Everyone is not just like, except for like John Cena and maybe McIntyre. They're not like string coherent sentences together. No one's speaking in like, here's a paragraph. They're saying like, here's a sentence, here's a sentence, here's a sentence. Mm-hmm. And sometimes some of these sentences in between are rem- for make you forget where they're at. Very much like how I speak on this podcast <laughs> a lot of the time. But right? Like, yeah. So, but I was like, hey, let's have a dialogue here. Vince, you don't believe in me? Vince should be like, hey, you calling me out on live TV right. for how I treat you as an employee? I should fire you. You saw what I did. He goes, but you know what? Actually, you're right. I haven't believed in you, Finn. You're too small. Yeah. Right? Like, and Which then, is what we kind of said with a lot of beef. There's a lot of beef out here. We said there's a lot of beef, but that felt like a lot of talent to me. That didn't No, I, it. no I, I think he meant beef. Like These are beefy big guys. Because then later on in the episode, right. they said something where it's like, um, uh, you know, you heard, it was when, um, it was Jinder Mahal. Right. He was like, you heard what, Mr., what Vince said. And he said, I'm going to choose the guy who's yeah. not on the level of me, right. of, of the modern day Somebody Maharaja. else said... Made reference to like, oh no, it was Corey but, Graves. He was like, you heard McMahon. There's, you know, right. these guys are beefier than he is. No, and Corey Graves does a great job of like, hey, here's what I, he meant to say. Right. But they should say these things explicitly. Think about the power of when Stephanie McMahon called Daniel Bryan a B plus. Yeah. Like, right? You, you're great. You're you're really good. You're you're a B plus. Yeah. And that was boom storytelling. Right. That's the thesis. That's the game. Also mole. Right. Yeah. This, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What, what was their mole? D- did DB plus? That's what oh. Shabiro was calling him, and oh. then then Stephanie called him. Did he call him that? But I'm almost positive that came before? after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Shebs never liked Daniel Bryan, so it's very possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, DB D, like uh, uh, the, the, there's the game. The clarity of it is like a little off for me. But okay, but yeah, I, it is true. It was like, hey, let's let this this episode was like, let's make Finn look strong. We right. know that. I, I I'm kind of okay with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially, I watched it. I watched NXT Takeover maybe like Sunday night or something, and then I watched Raw. And I was like, man, this guy Finn is just like, the timing is like hot for yeah, Finn, yeah. For, for Finn. Um, also, I don't understand a lot of. Some people were saying how they didn't like that Cena gave him the rub. After I was fine, I was totally fine with that. And I liked it. Yeah, that that's Cena's whole thing. Right. Cena's never a sore loser. Cena's like, hey, I lost. It's my fault. Um, I think, uh, yeah. So I, 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 I'm cool with this going with Finn, especially when you looked at the ring there and you're like, who could this be? Like, right. if it's Cena, people aren't going to like it. They're trying to push new guys, so it's not going to be Cena, right? Right. So then uh, we no one wants Corbin, right? And then who was the other wrestler? It was Finn and then- uh, McIntyre. McIntyre, which is heel heel. Yeah, but that's also who I thought it was going to go. You thought it might go Mac. I mean, look, I didn't put it past them. I just feel like McIntyre is not o- over really. Like right. McIntyre has a lot of potential, but he's not getting the react. Like he's not quite there yet. And I think it's just X factor and moment. He hasn't had that moment. He, like think about it, he hasn't really been booked into like a big match even. Yeah. So he hasn't had like a real moment to shine. Like he keeps talking about how he like beat up Kurt Angle on that one Raw. Finn Balor is over. You know the crowd's going to be into it. They're trying to get ratings up. He was the only guy in the ring there to like have him do it. Right. But I, I, I mean, God, gun to the head. I'll decide next week. But 
as we talk right now, I'm like, man, if the plan is Lesnar Rollins, and if the, if that's the plan and Rollins winning the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. uh, I think they're okay with Finn losing. Yeah. Right, I think they're okay with Finn losing to Lesnar. AJ's everyone is lost to Lesnar. I think I think you, people underestimate like how okay Vince is with like burying a guy like that. Yeah, I mean it would suck though that because right. it's like. But if they book it Rollins, people will forget pretty fast because Rollins is also is arguably more over than Finn. Uh, yeah. I mean, arguably. Right. Right. Um, okay. Well, we, all right. I want, so I want to talk about what made Raw. Uh, so let's see what happens. But I want to talk about st- what I loved about Raw. I think we all agree Raw and SmackDown were pretty great this week, right? Um, SmackDown, less so for me. Great matches on SmackDown, like the Andrade match Oof. versus Rey Mysterio. Like, great time. Um, there was, But, uh, like, you know, when it got to, like, the Miz stuff, I zoned out. Like, yeah. the, the, I don't know what Miz is full-on... Jabron zone. Yeah. Okay. Mayor we got to get that drop, that sound drop made. The like, the Jabron zone, like a Twilight zone. Oh, yeah. Like, like the Jabron zone. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're now entering the Jabron zone. Or how about the auto zone theme where it's like, get in the zone. Jabron zone. <laughs> yeah, but it's not as negative. That just pumps me up, man. Uh, I yeah. love auto zone. I go, yeah. I, sometimes I go there for fun. Uh, but yeah, but what made Raw so great to me is it was a st- Story-driven show, right? Uh, everything I complain about about Raw was corrected in this show. Yeah. And I want to point out everything I loved, okay? The opening of the show, the whole thing was story-driven, right? Uh, the opening of the show, Vince, they talk about continuity. That's one of the biggest problems with professional wrestling. Vince comes out, sees a smudge on his limo, right? Oh, yeah. Points it out to the guy, and like I'm just thinking, oh, that's just... A, I, I got worked. I was like, that's not going to be something that comes up. No, that mattered. Like, And that's how Raw should be written. Everything should have an effect, right? It should be an episode yes. of television. Yes. Right? Not just a show. Now, it could just be like... Uh, I'm fine if it was episodes, here's just a wrestling show. Right. But it's a weekly episodic, and it has a GM. You can't, you can't half-ass that. Right, it has to be. You can have weeks where it's the gauntlet match. We love that. Just wrestling. It was an hour and a half of Raw. Was just one long uh, 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 gauntlet match to do with the women. But if you have an episode where it's like, oh, Vince is there, then they can't just like fill time and it doesn't matter. Then that's what makes it false, right? That's what makes us like we don't get engaged. We feel we feel like cheated, right? But in this, great. They uh, 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 the opening of it, it, the whole thing, it was story driven, right? Uh, uh, the story th- was uh, continued throughout the show. A lot of it was shot really cool. They yeah. used the whole arena, right? It's top. We have that moment. We established the idea of the limo, right? And then, uh, uh, um, then Strowman and Corbin they chase to go outside, right? So we're, they're outside of the ring, and then amazing. I thought great use of Elias here. Right, because Elias is getting a little tired being the ladies and gentlemen. Elias, what if Elias? He's the drifter, remember? Right, he's just there playing guitar. Yeah, he's always playing guitar. They had a great shot where it's like Strowman is looking, he's looking for a uh, 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 Corbin, and then you see, you just hear the guitar strumming. Boom! It pans Elias playing the guitar, hanging out backstage. What's he doing in the back there? What's his game? He's playing it. It looked awesome. He's singing a song, and then he was saying, "Hey." He he his song was where Corbin is. Yeah. They pan out. Strowman's right there. He's in the limo. We've already established the limo. Yeah. Which I didn't think was coming back. <laughs> cool. Cool storytelling. Great use. Then they go in it. He Strowman 
perfect game for Strowman. Destroys the limo, right? Corbin's in it. He runs away. Vince comes back. You destroyed my limo. Then I was worried about the smudge. Yeah. I'm the boss, right? And he goes, you know what? What are you doing? You're the hazard here. This is ridiculous. And then he says, I'm fining you $100,000. You guys know how much I love money being talked about in wrestling. Because it is it is the stake of this job. Right. There's glory in money. Right? So it's money. When you veer from money to be either bad or good, that gives you the center. Neutral is money. Some wrestlers, they have a match. They're trying to, like, we let, let's remember this. When Andrade and Rey Mysterio just have a match on Raw, exhibition match, they're fighting for a purse. That's what we should understand. Right. The winner gets like 10 grand that week to feed their family. Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, uh, so, we, uh, so then getting fined. Great, $100,000. Strowman gets pissed off. He played it really cool because he didn't go like, I'm sorry or anything. He wouldn't say sorry, but he looked sorry. Yeah. It was like all that machismo of like a, a, fa a baby face. But yeah. Uh, and then Vince took him out of the match. And then this is the episode where they figure out who is going to fill in that spot. Loved it. Yes. There was, uh, <clears throat> I even said, when I was watching it and I saw all that happening, I like out loud when I realized that he was going for Vince's, that it was Vince's limo. And I was like, oh no. Like, I was, like, so invested right. just because they did the tiniest little bit of, of storytelling. Well, it's thought, right? It's, like, yeah. right. Like, it's it's just it's just writing. Like, yeah. just write something, right? Like, that's why I, like, kind of don't... When, when they had Corbin, there was a couple times where, like, the writing, I thought, was uh, pretty cool. But, yeah, the talent didn't match the writing. Look, Bob Odenkirk, always, he said a thing about Sketch uh, where he was, like, rarely do you get a, a, a great Sketch... Uh, or or do you get a great performer attached to either the right sketch or the right or, yeah, or the yeah. right right like rarely does it line up where you have the perfect performer for the perfect sketch. Right. Sometimes you have a great sketch but not the right performer. Right, like even if they're a great performer, it's not the right fit. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So when it you know so. WWE suffers from that a lot, where they like, uh, like I actually, to be honest, the Mandy Rose Uso thing, I didn't hate it. I, I, I like, I was like, oh, they're going for something here, but like their acting was fucking terrible, Bad. so it came off like porn. Yeah, and the execution was like off. So, um, but we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, so cool. Another thing they did in the show that was really cool during matches, a match is always happening in front of the live crowd, but this is television. Keep the story going in the picture-in-picture picture box. So then it had the whole story throughout. People are lining up at Vince's door to be like, hey, I want the universal title shot. Great way, you know, uh, uh, great. The Jerry Lawler, that happened, yeah. right? By the way, was Rhino not fired? Wasn't Rhino fired? I think he, yeah, <laughs> allegedly Corbin he came fire back. Him? Yeah. And then Heath Slater stayed? Yeah. But he was just in line. <laughs> I guess he came back. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember if that happened. I think they just tossed everything once that, uh, 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 right? But cool. So entertain us at home as a television show. This is a big time television show. Yeah. Cool. Get some story there for a match that, like, you know, you know that we're happy to watch it smaller to follow something else. You know, right. wrestling can be very repetitive. So it, it. So I thought that was really great. Um, yeah. So yeah, all right now that and then we talked about uh, the Finn winning. What do you think? What do you think of Cena talking about uh, ruthless aggression? 
I fucking, dude, my eyes almost rolled out of my skull. I'm yeah. like, I did, I didn't watch the Ruthless Aggression era for yeah. a reason. Ruthless Aggression. I thought it was, it was funny that they were, like, I thought it was a joke, but then they were like being serious. Yeah. But I, I thought it was, I, I didn't, Fine, I didn't, whatever. I didn't bother it. I didn't, it didn't bother me. Uh, by the way, I don't like the nickname Scottish Psychopath. No? Because um, it doesn't. Because he's not psycho. No. He's very measured. Like, yeah. he's actually like, it'd be, you know. Uh, well, psychopaths just mean. Like a psychopath. He's like fixated on something. That and, I mean, t technically, a psychopath is somebody who doesn't think anyone else but them has an internal life. So they, everybody, nobody else, everybody else is pretty much less than actually human. Right, right, right. Because you don't even have inner thoughts. You're like a dog. Um, yeah. And maybe he's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not bad. Anyway, a lot of beef out here. Yeah. Uh, a lot of beef out here. Uh, yeah, like Vince is like, I like this, hey? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, like, but, you like this? But, you want to see these, these beefs? People, I want to see, I don't care if they, and by the way, then, I, I didn't mention that, Strowman flipped the limo, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was so cool when he ripped the door off. Right. But also, were you excited for a Strowman Lesnar match? I was like, I think it's, this is a great idea. Mm -hmm. I didn't need to see Strowman Lesnar again. Yeah. Um, even though I didn't see the, I still never saw the uh, the uh, match in uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I'm never yeah. gonna watch that thing. But yeah, so um, yeah, I thought all that continuity really, it really helped. It really mattered, and uh, yeah, cool. I think that was cool. Um, and then uh, yeah, the way I, I mean. If we talk about the Finn winning thing, the gender thing, it made it feel like Finn was going to win the whole night. But McIntyre in there always threw that curveball like maybe it's not going to happen. But people are very excited for it. So let's see where this goes. All right. Women tag titles were announced on Raw. Okay. This was a little Well, they weren't announced. Insane. They were. They showed the actual titles. Yeah, they showed the titles as a footnote to Paul Heyman being introduced. Yeah. Like there was no fanfare. There was no, the women all weren't out there. There was no pomp and circumstance. There was no respect paid. <laughs> it was strange. And also, it started with a segment of, for no reason, a guy what walking in on Alexa with her top off. Was that? I don't know what that I was. I don't even care about, like, I mean, like, she was, like, I don't, what was the point of it is the biggest beef. A lot of beef out here. Yeah, I mean, of, there's a lot of beef. A lot of beef. A lot of beef out here. And one of the beefs that I have is that it never came back. There was why did that happen? Like it, I it, have no idea. What the fuck was that? I mean, it's similar to like a Mandy Rose. They got her in like lingerie on uh, 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 SmackDown. But see, the difference is like the Alexa thing was just like, hey, let's get people excited seeing Alexa kind of naked or whatever. But but Mandy Rose, it's fine. Like if her character is like, I'm. Is her being like, I'm hot and I am going to seduce people? Yeah. It can be done well. Like, in this in this version of it, she was like, I'm going to try to break up her marriage to, like, get in her head. And, like, yeah. obviously I'm not going to, like, fuck this guy or whatever. I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, you know, I mean... It's not my it's not my favorite writing because it's kind of like... It doesn't offend me at all, but it is kind of a uh, well-worn territory. But I don't mind... a having one woman wrestler who's like my thing is that I'm fucking hot right and but also she's mega strong so I, I you know yeah I don't know whatever I don't we don't even need to harp on that so the bell yeah I know the the, the segment was super weird Otis popped up for no what reason the fuck? he interrupted it and he was like, oh Ooh, like yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like and he literally yelled I'm coming right 
He's like, I'm coming. Right, 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 right. Uh, I didn't even notice that. What the fuck? And then like the segment just ended. They just like played. I forget somebody's like entrance music, uh, 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 and then it was like, all right, well, they and they like awkwardly just like walked off. It's like Otis interrupted. Yeah, they didn't go like, all right, like I, I don't know. It was strange, but it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> It, whatever. Did, what, um, I think the only thing really to talk about is did you dig the way the titles look? Yeah, I do. But the tag team, it says tag team in the middle of the like right. thing. I think that looks stupid. It looks like the, it looks like a tap out like shirt or something. Right. I would get rid of that and put like an put a fucking eagle in there or something. Put like a make it look like I, it always a bothers title. me that the women's belt they look different than the men's. Well, it looks like they're trying to copy like the stardom like belt, like the like the which the, belt. Stardom is the like the women's the like Japanese, the yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like it's like smaller and like it looks a lot like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I, it always like bothers me. I'm like, oh, well, like all the tag belts should look the same or whatever. Right. But I don't know, uh, especially if they have like no lineage or whatever. You know, like they don't. Right. There's, you know, but uh, yeah, cool. It's exciting. Well, the main thing to know is elimination chamber. There's going to be a female tag or, team elimination chamber match. Or if there's like. Um, if there's like the centurions on the men's belt, like the uh, the Roman people, the Roman warriors, yeah, then it should be like Amazon warriors or something on the women's belt. Like it should look right, the same. They probably just want to change the men's belt soon. They've been those for a long time. Oh yeah. So they'll pro they'll probably change the men's belt to like look four like years the, now? like the women's belt. Yeah. I, I don't know, but that 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 design's kind of old. But yeah, anyway, whatever. It's not really yeah. much to talk about the segment. Uh, all right. So the the IC title. Yeah. Went to Bobby Lashley. Um, by the way, I will say this one thing. I, I, um, I'm very happy to Dean Ambrose to lose the belts. I was very disappointed in Dean, Dean Ambrose's work, and I think he lost the, the these titles. I don't think they had any. I thought they. I think they thought this was going to lo go longer. I believe that they took these titles off them for that match they had at uh, like was it TLC or uh, whatever yeah. the the Rollins Ambrose match. I mean, no, uh, Vince was very upset about. Yeah, we know and, that, or we're assuming that. No, I mean it was r r widely reported, but right. uh, that he was disappointed by it. But also, I want to say this thing: Lashley does that like flip spear Woo. that I fucking love. Yeah, like. Uh, it's it, hard to even describe, like a forward barrel roll. I don't even know who spear. He, yeah, he, he gives a spear where he flips at the end. It's fucking dope. Yeah. It looks awesome. And uh, with with uh, uh, we'll see where this goes. This is kind of a great way to not have an IC match on Mania mm -hmm. to create space. Like if Lashley has the belt, you don't need a Mania match with the IC the IC title. Yeah. You know, um, Leo Rush too slotted in there nicely. Yeah, on that in that role. I love that he fights too. Like he like he like can take on people that are bigger than him. Right, it's fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, I, I mean, that whole. I, I'm a sucker for that routine where he's just like flipping around. Yeah, and you're gonna catch him. But uh, man, Dean, just like Dean Ambrose, I feel like I pick on him every week. But like everything about Dean Ambrose stinks. Mm -hmm. His promo stinks. He literally in his promo was just like, I don't care. I don't care if it's. Uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah. He goes, I don't care if it's 50, the odds are 50% or 33.3%. You're like, that's not how, what are you saying? You're all equally matched? Right. That's not a heel promo. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. It's like, he's saying that when he wrestles somebody, the odds are 50 50. Yeah. Well, was it a reference to uh, Scott Steiner? His the Steiner math? 
Oh, right, right. Uh, you know? uh, well, I don't even remember how Cider Math it went. Was like, it was like, uh, you got a, uh, if you're in the ring with me, you got a 70% chance of losing. If Kurt Angle's in the match, your chances of winning go to 33.3%. And he like he had like all this like crazy math. for. Like, That's not what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. And also, if he was doing that, like everything he does, I'm, it's very unclear. Right. Um, but, I mean, even when he gets on the top rope, you know he's going to do the most boring move. Yeah. He's get, like, he always does a move that I would do. He's like, I gets on the, I, he jumps, his feet are like as close to the, the, the floor as possible. There's like, it, it feels like no danger when he jumps off of anything. Yeah. I just, not, I just am so not a fan of this guy. Uh, I feel, I, I almost feel bad about it, <laughs> but I never have anything good to say. Yeah, he's been a real, he's like mayor of Jabron City. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the Revival quick. They're oh, reporting yeah. now that the Revival asked for their release. AEW, baby. Um, and they wore fuck the Revival hashtags. I want to say I think this is a work. I also, not only I think this is a work, Yeah. I think that these guys are know exactly what they're doing. The Revival are setting themselves up for major success in the in the company. We know these guys have some of the best tag matches in, in wrestling. Yeah. Some of my favorite live matches I've ever seen, especially tag matches, have been with The Revival. DIY. American Alpha, yeah. FTR, yeah, uh, with The Revival. But I also think they're set up in this sweet spot, the Daniel Bryan spot, where the Finn Balor spot, where they feel shafted. Every The vibe on The Revival is that they're underutilized, and now they're putting it out there, hey, we're asking for a release, which feeds that. And then when they do get pushed, people are going to be like, this is fucking awesome, and people will get behind them. Mm-hmm. So I actually think that this is all, I think, yeah. mark my words, Likely. The Revival are going to have a great tag run. Mark my words. Right. Mark my words. Mark my words. Words. Mark my words. You heard it. All right. Let's hear cash-in. Um, I, I don't even know what any of these cash-ins are. They're labeled, this one says WWE Universe. How do I know what topic that is? He's talking about labeling it a universe. All right, let's hear it. What is up, fellow jabroniacs? It is me, the King James Royal, cashing in with a royal decree for everybody. As I was watching Raw last night, I realized that Michael Cole keeps telling us that we're part of the universe and we're part of the Balor Club. Are we both? Are we one or the other? Are we the... Are we the... What? what? No, babe. No, babe. I'm cashing in. <laughs> it's about... I told you... Never... Fine. 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 Anyway, I was... Battle Club Universe. Which one are we? I guess... I don't know. Don't Sorry cop, about don't that. Don't cop an attitude with your girlfriend, bro. Don't cop an attitude. Yeah, I mean, listen, man. Look, even man, if it's, even if it's kayfabe, let's treat the women with respect. Or, no, we don't. We don't know. But uh, no, I think that's, I think it's really. It, uh, by the way, it's really funny to be like, I'm cashing in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, always yeah. encourage that. Feel free to veer and uh, scream into the void. But I will say this: <laughs> this is a very quick answer to your question. We are members of the universe, and also you. Or we're, we're all members of the universe, but uh, we're also, uh, they're not mutually exclusive. You're a member of the universe, and also you can belong to the Balor Club within the universe. Right. Right? That it's the same clear. thing as yeah. like, uh, I'm a human being, but uh, I'm a performer at Upright Citizens Brigade, right. but I'm still part of the earth. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we can be in both. It's not mutually exclusive. Good question, though, because that's a, I'm sure people have been I mean, you have to be in a both. while. You have to be in both. 
Yeah. You can't be in Balor Club Yo, and no, not we, be part of the WWE universe. This cash in you labeled a lot of shit. Because it covered a lot of shit. Well, how am I supposed to do the show? It's because just, like, when because do I know covers, when to play that? It covers such a variety of things that there's no possible good place for you to insert it. So you just have to take a break and say it's time for a cash-in. All right, guys. It's time for a cash-in. Hey, Cow Nation. This is Braddy Mac, the producer, Jabroniak. And there's so much to talk about this uh, past week of wrestling. For starters, though, I want to give props to Donsky and Nasty Newman for last week's podcast. You guys knocked it out of the park. You delivered your mission statement, dissecting wrestling to an unhealthy degree. So congrats for that, gentlemen. Any new listeners, go back and listen to that episode for sure. Uh, Second up, though, I want to follow up to my cash in on that last week. I love it. They're using the whole building. Uh, that's what they should do, entertain us. Uh, especially in Raw, the opening segment of Braun stalking Corbin, it, that deserves a, a, a second watch as well. It was phenomenal. And when, if you look carefully, there was no cut of the camera. So, so check that out as well. Scorsesean. Uh, no breakaways, nothing like that. So, so much to talk about though. And I'm confident you guys are going to poke holes in the Seth Rollins promo. I'm sure you're going to talk about the night Finn had. And uh, as a side note, that that coup de grace that he gave on Cena, wow. What I want to talk about, though, is the new superstar debuts. (laughs) I like how they're going to um, showcase each talent on both shows before they determine their eventual home. (laughs) And Nikki Cross had a great debut. WWE, they had set it up against it. Ruby Change against it. the Riot Squad for Natalie and Bailey to be teaming up with Ember Moon. We've seen that before. No knock on Ember Moon, but that's how it was set up. All right, dude. No disrespect to your cash-in. That's a great cash-in. Your cash-in last week about being all around the arena, and they did this. Uh, uh, you put that in my head. But let's try to keep these cash-ins a little shorter. Remember, guys, let's, uh, this is a good reminder of everyone. We're trying to keep these cash-ins at one minute. If you go over one minute, you are are in uh, the Jabron zone, <laughs> and uh, you, if you, there's a chance you do get cut off. Now, there's nothing wrong with being cut off. It might bruise your ego a little bit, but just know on our end, we got a, we got a clock going yeah. here, so it's nothing wrong. Uh, yeah, thanks for, and everyone, listen. I'm not, to, listen. I'm not making fun of this guy personally. I'm really not. Yeah, I just think there's great. something so funny about somebody who like is just keeps saying there's a lot of stuff to talk about. And like does it because like you kind of do it yeah, in the beginning yeah, yeah, of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm actually going through my notes, deciding yeah. what should we should yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think we I think we kind of covered all that stuff you liked there. But uh, what what was Rollins' promo this week? Do you remember a Rollins' promo? No, I don't even remember a Rollins' promo. What did, what did Rollins do this week? Oh yeah, they they cut those backstage promos. Oh yeah, um, welcome back. Was that this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I'm just glad uh, they didn't put the IC belt on Rollins because I don't want to see. I don't. I, I don't think Rollins is an IC guy. Yeah. He, you could. You could. He's a guy that if you put the IC belt on him, people are gonna be like, he's an IC guy because he's not massive. Yeah. And so you're he, saying that you don't want the IC. You that you're saying that when it comes to the IC belt, I don't see that belt on Rollins. Um. Did you see that meme that was like about Cena? Which is like if Cena's in the hospital in the oh, ICU, yeah, ICU yeah, and he's right. like, it's not possible. Yeah, uh, it was fantastic. I mean, I know there's a cash in here called 
New concepts with a question mark. New concepts? <laughs> New concepts? It's just somebody being like, uh, it's like a knife plus a mousetrap. It's just something oh, I've been I, working on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I got a new concept. It's a telephone uh, that only calls farts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I know you guys are talking about wrestling. Here's a new concept, the XFL. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, according to Anosh, here we go. Uh, hey, were you uh, right, now, were, was I right about the last label or was <laughs> I right about the last I did apologize for it, but new concepts, I'm positive you could do better. All right, guys, and now for a cash in. <laughs> hey, new Patreon, it's Joe, the Jawbreaker here, and I have a quick question for you guys. Um, what things in AEW are you guys uh, looking for, forward to, or uh, even what you think kind of match types that they'll be uh adding to the mix? Like, do you think it's just going to be like New Japan where it's a lot of singles and cage kind of variations? Or do you think there's, we're going to see like cage matches and maybe some hardcore matches? I know Jericho is part of it, so and I know he came up with the uh, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, yeah. So do you think there's going to be some new concepts that we're not even aware of? Uh, yeah, so uh, cheers up, guys. And uh, take care. All right, man, you got to head to the doctor let immediately. Me the, <laughs> let me be the first to say, there's always new conceps that we're not aware of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, sh new con you could have wrote AEW. You don't listen enough to know that there's a new wrestling well, league called AEW. you know what, I'm reading it off of the Google transcript, and it didn't translate AEW. Too many shortcuts with this guy. Uh, All right, listen, hey, new concepts, uh, baby, baby. Hey, I'll tell you what, no, here's a new concept. Do your job. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Shuts your home! Oh, man. Anyway, wait. I got to hear this one. Guys. This is my favorite. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. <laughs> what a choice. That's the best what one. What a choice, sure. guys. Look, we gotta, I want to talk about, like, oh, man, whatever. I love when actors just, like, do something fucking nuts. Uh, we, choices, we talked about that last time. choices, yeah. And that, it, 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 uh, like, that eight, like um, Pete Holmes has that joke about... Um, or Hannibal Lecter. I've talked about... Yeah, 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 the Hannibal Lecter joke where he's, like... He's like, when I started acting, I realized they don't tell you what to do. Uh, you yeah. make the choices. And he's like, you think about how to elect going like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no director was like, try going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very yeah, funny. Right. It's very funny. Um, uh, uh, crashing HBO, by the way, season three of HBO's Crashing debuts this Sunday featuring uh, my wife, Jamie Lee. She's in the first episode this season, uh, and uh, I've seen the whole season already. It's fantastic. Check it out. Dad, what's it like being on an HBO set? Does Larry David ever stop by the <laughs> set and say hello? Um, for, uh, no. What, no, about, but I'll uh, tell you what, what about what about anything uh, the Game of Thrones uh, ladies ever stop by? Maybe show you the uh, yeah, yeah, some of those bazookas. Oh. <laughs> You're listening to fart and the rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Anyway, guys. If I, I had to label into the subway. If I had to label what you're doing right now, I would call it a lot of shit. <laughs> Hashtag new concepts. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, bringing a lot of shit and new concepts to the stage here. Oh man. No, um, all right. Let's uh I, I truthfully I've got two more things I want to cover here. Cool. Actually three things, which I always do. Don't I always say two things and then three things? All right, one thing. So reportedly Lars Sullivan was supposed to was set to have dark matches before Raw and SmackDown last week, and had panic attacks and had to be sent home to Who did? Denver. Lars Sullivan really had and um, this is a lot of talk about it on the Facebook page, and uh, this happened like right after we recorded last week. But 
I think uh, I I think with uh, listen, I'm not gonna pretend to know. I'm not gonna pretend to know much about panic attacks. I think I've truthfully had panic attacks, but I'm like always they're like, hey, I'm fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like person mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I, I I don't really know. I've had moments of of, of it, but what you know. I've had him. No chance that he had a panic attack being nervous to wrestle. No. You know it, what I mean? Like, a lot of times it doesn't even... So I've had I've had a few panic attacks in my, my day. It's never been because I'm panicking about something. Right. It's just suddenly I'm panicked. And it doesn't have anything to do with anything I'm about to do or if I'm nervous or, or anything. It's like I could walk... I walked into a bar that was super crowded and right. all of a sudden the walls start closing in on me and I can't breathe. And it's just... There's just so much energy that I can't fucking take it. Uh, and so, yeah, it's... It, Probably definitely didn't have anything to do right, with his right, nerves. Right. He just had a panic attack. And it just feels like you're drowning in your own brain, kind of? Uh, it's just sort of, you can't breathe. It's, like, hard to breathe, and, like, you get kind of tunnel vision. Like, the everything kind of does, mm. like, the Looney Tunes, like, mm-hmm. uh, tunnel yeah. as it closes like this, and it feels like you're about to pass out. Uh, and, yeah, it's just... And it's, yeah, it's yeah. I don't. I guess I don't really have anything much to say about the thing. Yeah. I just... I, I, except for I hope WWE doesn't see wrestlers having panic attacks as like a sign of weakness mm. you know what i'm saying like i hope that there's a uh a, a, a comfort level in the back there where you know it's like hey you had a panic attack like everybody has like episodes like i hope it's viewed more as like uh bruising your shoulder well i mean morrow right like morrow deals with that's why i worry bipolar. about it. yeah but he's still with the company they still love him he's yeah still- but he had to leave because of uh jb like the bully oh, right. he had to leave and then he came back because triple h brought him back in right. to commentate only on NXT, he left. He was the SmackDown oh, announcer. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I hope that. Uh, and this is separate from whatever kind of like stupid. He said some kind of racist stuff or whatever. Right? Like I don't oh, even know. Yours, like, yeah. Whatever. Forget that. I hope. Uh, I hope to see. I hope to see Lars Sullivan. Uh, you know. I hope that the plan because uh, I heard that the the rumors for Lars Sullivan they were looking for a Cena Lars Sullivan match at Mania. Huh. Uh, they like you know Vince probably saw Lars and was like, "This is a guy I could sell as the a lot of beef to feed a lot of beef he could sell." Anyway, not much to say here. Uh, not much to say here. I mean, we can't talk about the new debuts here, which is like, do you like that them just folding him in? Like, I thought Lacey Evans looked like a million bucks. Like when the, when Finn was walking in the ring and she's in the back there with like her like her crew of ladies uh-huh. and just like explaining to them like, here's how a lady's supposed to be. You guys know that like, I'm obviously a mark for Lacey Evans character. Like it's a very clear character. Give it to me. Yeah. I, uh, I wish that it was like, so the only problem I had with it was like Finn Balor walking by and like looking at her and then being like, Oh, well, like it was just such a weird reaction. And then they did another one too, where with it's like, EC three has been just like, look, he's just been like popping up and flexing and that's yeah, it, which is fine. But like, I wish that like, instead of like, Instead of just walking by Lacey Evans and, and like looking at her like, who's that? Oh, well, I don't care. I guess I'm going to my match. Finn should have like tried to interact with her and she would have been like, uh, what's your accent all about? You're not yeah. American. You know, just be like, let her be her character instead of just like looking at them sideways and then moving on. It was right. weird. Right, right, right. All right. Because um, I already added something else that I want to talk about here. So um, let's talk about uh, Becky Lynch. Uh, so Becky Lynch... Becky Lynch, SmackDown started off like a million bucks. Uh-huh. You guys know the the max amount of money on this podcast is $1 million, okay? She came out. She rolled up in a truck, Austin style, loved it. It's cool. She drives herself there. She drives like a fucking dope-ass SUV. Love it. She comes out. Uh, New Day is making a milkshake with heavy machinery. 
There, it's disgusting. It's got eggshells in it. Becky comes over, takes a sip, goes right to the ring. She looks awesome. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they used the back there. But then she cut a promo that was like about what? I don't know. Like remember. a promo. Yeah, it's not memorable. It was kind of like, and like she's, it's not, I don't fully blame Becky because Becky is um, with Charlotte as a heel and and the Rousey feud being away, like, and the Oscar thing. She doesn't have any actual beef with Oscar. It's kind of like, what is she mad about? And she, but she's acting defensive, but not acting badass. Yeah, she was kind of just like a lot of people are saying that, like, I'm just a flash in the pan, like. Like Austin would never say that, right? No. If we're mapping it to Austin, maybe she's not trying to be that. But either way, the energy she had was Austin esque, yeah. and so she's not tapping into the she she's she's not saying the right stuff. Like, right. and they're not giving her the right script. It was like she was kind of rambling, and then I was like, shit, I knew it as it happened. I goes, Oscar's gonna come out and look a lot cooler than her, and that's what happened. Yeah. Now I love that she wrestled Iconics and she just wore her jeans like and her t-shirt because the shirt the shirt reeks of Austin three sixteen like the man shirt. But yeah, I, they it's again Becky. If you're listening to this show, right, and you definitely are. You're going to have to break from script. If they're giving you these shit scripts, you're going to have to grab that brass ring and believe in the fact that, like, you're over enough. Yeah. Because, I mean, or something. You're going to have to get out there and start saying some badass shit and just start being like, what, what? even if it's, if you don't have a good feud going, talk about what you did today and, like, how hard you worked out in the gym. Or like, I don't know. So, just something that's, like, more like, I'm the fucking man. Yeah. Right? I am the man. But she's like, a lot of people are saying, she can't, and their cadence is this. A lot of people are saying this, blah, blah, blah. People who are the man are not concerned what people are saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The writing is just slightly off. That's all I really have to say about it. Becky will be fine. I'm not, I. She is as over. She is over. She will have a great moment. It'll. But it'll all be despite this. You know. Mm-hmm. Do you put the belt back on her? She's gonna be going for the raw belt, no, so she's, she's not gonna, gonna get it. No, she needs to have a fire. Right. Yeah. And we'll talk about who wins the Rumble next week, but spoiler alert with the Women's Rumble. The Women's Rumble should be a, uh, a woman that we don't know, I think. Or not that we don't know. Right. In NXT, it should be like Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler. I mean, Rhea Ripley would be really cool, but to her to wrestle in WrestleMania feels insane. Yeah. Like, it, I think NXT, you could pull off Shayna Baszler, yeah. especially with her Rousey connections. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But... Like who 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 could win it? That would be exciting to re- like. You know what I mean? Because I think Oscar will retain, so it's gonna be Oscar. But if it's like Oscar Shayna Baszler or Oscar Kyrie Sane, uh, th- that's a, those are those are cool mania matches. They are. You know what of, I'm saying? Yeah, I'm more excited about the women's lineup like matchups right than the men's at this point. Right, unless they hopefully show, well. I said this on the Facebook page talking about wrestling at four in the morning. By the way, if you're in listening to this podcast, you're not in the Facebook group. Make a fake account. Check all the boxes of like no one can do anything with me and join. Like it's a great time. I'm not advocating Facebook and whatever they, no. you know, uh, a lot of stuff they do that can be shady. But I am saying you got to be in the group. It's a great time. It's a great uh, resource. But yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying the star power in professional wrestling right now. I think I'm gonna say this. I think Becky, Charlotte. And Ronda Rousey are bigger stars than Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. 
right? Who's gonna? Who's gonna? I think arguably Rousey definitely is right. So I'm saying the, the star power are the women. So it's important. I mean that that triple threat match could main event WrestleMania. It definitely will be that triple threat match. So anyway, that's my thing. I watched NXT UK uh, Takeover. Uh, <laughs> so f- f- two things. First thing, Vince. They were chanting like. Is are, are you listening? Are you watching Vince McMahon? Yeah, I think it was like that, and I was. Uh, and then he said, "I am watching, and it's awesome." He yeah. tweeted that out, and then so what? What's the prop? What was the like? What, uh, they mean to like call these guys up, right? Uh, like what is there? Be, I, I was trying to understand because I was like, "Are they saying like, hey, are you watching?" Like, look how we do it over here. It's yeah, better. That's I think. Or like, because I think that somebody said who was there uh, in, in the group, Jack, um, said they were like, "This is how you book a show or whatever." Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I didn't understand what their what their beef was entirely. Like, this is part of WWE, right? Yeah, and I think that I think that uh, it's probably to do with the fact that the UK it's like a fairly new market for the WWE. This is like their first. Is this their second takeover? Yeah. That they've had. Uh, and I think it's just like, yeah, look, look, what, look how we do it here. Right. And they're so here and UK marks and smarks are more marky and more smarky than American. Oh, smarks. they're great. They're great. And so I, I thought yeah. they were chanting like so, when I heard it, I interpreted it as that they want a WrestleMania or something. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. It was like, look how we do it over here. But then when Triple H went to interview that guy, yeah, and then he was like, "Hey," they chanted, and then Triple H was like, "Hey, whoa, hey, hey, let's not talk about that because we don't want Vince. Yeah, we don't lose your job. Like, I don't want you to lose your job, which you think is work. Yes, because he's not that guy's not an <laughs> independent reporter. He works for the WWE. He doesn't just think of the questions he's going to ask. He also has a tight script. He's right." A WWE employee asking WWE questions of Triple H, so that whole that was of course a work, but I don't know why. Well, I, I don't think it's a work, but maybe I'm getting worked, which is very possible. But why would that guy? Why would that guy just think he looked young? I'm gonna ask a random. I'm gonna bring this up unprepared because uh, I think he thought like me that it wasn't so bad. Like I thought of my like I don't understand what's bad about it. They were like, "Hey, are you watching Vince?" And they were like, "Hey, they're cuz they're like, "Hey, let's get some uh <clears throat> like look how fucking pumped we are." Right. Well, let's I mean like apply Occam's razor to it. Like what is what's more likely? That it's a work or that this kid decided to ask Triple H of all people a a, a loaded question. Right. And it, it and Triple H shut it down. Uh I feel like in NXT, they want to play it more like a sport, looser. The Uh, questions are less scripted. The backstage is less scripted. So I feel like it's more possible to happen. Okay. You know? Yeah. As Uh, someone who's being accused of... Uh, of a shoot of, of of making a work by stunner video, people say, "Oh, this is definitely a work," and Maybe I know it's, it's like not a, thing, a work. Well, we know that he like Vince fined and suspended, or he suspended Titus for even touching him, right? Right. <laughs> so maybe it's like you don't talk about Vince McMahon unless you're married, right, right, right. unless you're family. Like you don't say his name, and that to me feels almost like um, kayfabe. Where that he was, if Triple H was like just trying to play up this like, oh no, Vince, you don't talk about Vince thing, right? I mean, uh, I uh, <clears throat> yeah, 
I, I, yeah. Or maybe it's for real. Maybe it is real, and it's like and, yeah, and, you don't mention maybe, Vince. Yeah, yeah, and, and maybe Triple H was really like, I don't want you to get fired. Like, you yeah. know? Anyway, all right, who knows? We won't. We won't know. Um, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, last thing is just I thought that AJ thing was pretty funny. Yeah. I thought it was pretty fun. He came out. I thought it was the timing of it. We're talking about how like things I liked about the show. Um, and uh, I, I thought that um, I, yeah, I I think that uh, uh, I thought that he came out and the timing was cool. He came out during the opening segment and just walked straight up the concession. I thought it was like fun timing. It's like where's AJ going? And I thought that was cool. And then when AJ and Daniel Bryan were fighting, it looked so dangerous. And Daniel Bryan was covered in mustard. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what else is fun? Eating junk food, baby. Oh my god, a- AJ! I was about to wrap up the show. You no, no, here. real quick, real quick. I just gotta stop by and let you know. This is America, man. People can eat the hot dogs that they want to eat. They can eat the candy that they want to eat. Yeah, AJ. I took kind of. I I thought that was kind of weird. You want weird. a hot dog, man? No, I don't. Have a hot dog. I don't eat processed here, look, foods I like that. I brought a hot dog. No, I don't want to eat. It. See, AJ, I think it's kind of weird because you're like the ultimate good guy, but like. You were like, hey, everybody should be able to eat what they want, but, I mean, are you encouraging kids? Like, we have I a lot just of don't obese want, children. I and- just don't want some sanctimonious uh, person coming in here telling my American people that they can't eat ho-hos or ding-dongs or yodels or snowballs or... Well, that stuff's poison. We know it's like, po- it's sugar, it's poison. It poisons kids. So, maybe like... Weirdly, Daniel Bryan's kind of right. Maybe his attitude's a little off, but well, I think maybe if you're worried about poison, you should talk about the fluoride in the water. But that's just me, you know what I mean? Yeah, the fluoride in the water. I mean, yeah, fluoride. Uh, fluoride in the water is not as or is more dangerous than eating devil dogs or uh, stuffed crust pizza. All right, I actually don't know. Is that true? Or yeah, the fluoride uh, uh, calcifies your pineal gland and disconnects you from. Yeah. Uh, from the uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Look, AJ. What I'm saying is that, like, just because I know you're trying to be the good guy and you're trying to get the crowd in your favor, doesn't mean you should encourage them to eat a not a healthy, balanced meal. Look, man. Look, it's not rocket science. All right, you get to tell the people what that they can just keep doing the thing that they're doing and they cheer for you, bro. It's kind of a cheap way to get heat, in my in my in my opinion. Hey, you know, hey, heat's this, heat, heat's heat, bro. This is something you you normally do. Uh, no, but this is the real AJ. This is the real, real AJ Styles. Yeah, I see you have a bunch of Snickers bars hanging out of your uh, your shirt over there. Yeah, I got Snickers bars. I got I got uh, Milky Way Twix, Three Musketeers. I got Whatchamacallits. I got. What do you do with those? I know you don't eat those. You're in perfect shape. No, no, man. I just walk around. I go up to these. I give go up to little chubby kids. I'm like, here you go, buddy. Have a have a candy bar. And that's how you get fans? Yeah. That's humble. AJ, this is unbelievable. Look, we got you have to All go right. for time. I got to go. You I got to go. Time. I gotta go uh, sell these uh, sell these candy bars at Gelson's for my son's uh, 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 soccer team. Oh, that's what you do. See, AJ, that's the part of you. It's a little. It's nice, but it's a, it's not as cool. I want you to like go out and be more phenomenal. Oh, these are phenomenal uh, candy bars, my friend. <laughs> oh yeah, what's your sales pitch? Maybe I'll buy one. Uh, well, what I do is I uh, okay. Here we go. Ready? You want one of these candy bars? They're phenomenal. Uh, phenom. What 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 kind of candy? And then I jump up and I hit him with the phenomenal four. Okay, that's great. All right, look, AJ, you got to go for time. You got to go. It's great to have you here. All right, thanks for stopping by. Anyway, we covered it all. Great week in the in professional wrestling this week. We got a bunch of mystery cash-ins thanks to a nosh here. Um, but uh, hey, everybody, we are gearing up for it all, man. The road to WrestleMania is fast approaching. We are on the on ramp. To WrestleMania right now, and 
next Friday, January 25th at adultwrestlingfan.com. The road to cow mania begins. My stand-up special, Adult Wrestling Fan, is available for you to watch. All pro wrestling material. Me talking about my love for professional wrestling. Me stunnering a heckler. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's on the show. Uh, it's a real... Uh, project of passion that I hope you'll check out and share with your friends. Please get the get the word out. Uh, if you listen to this show and uh, 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 I ask of you, I plead of you uh, uh, <laughs> to share. It's not that hard. Just hit share. And uh, part of being a proud adult wrestling fan is showing people this is what I'm watching. So uh, check share it respectfully. And other, I know there's like really big groups, uh, uh, Facebook groups, stuff like that. And let's get it out there because I think everybody will uh, love it. And I want to do more and more stuff. I want to be able to execute all these awesome ideas. So check it out. It means a lot to me if you share it. And I appreciate that. Check out Patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling on our patreon we got our bonus episode coming out today of magic mike xxl and i uh, got a couple hoodies no xxls only smalls and mediums and uh yeah everybody keep watching wrestling kisses This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.